1: What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man Andreas Hale and a special guest in the building here at Baywire Studios at the Wynn Resort Hotel and Casino. Chris Bay, ultimate finesser in the building.
2: Yeah, the ultimate finesser, your girl's favorite wrestler, ultimate impressor, bullet club member, finesse club leader, Chris Bay. Woo! It's a lot of tags, right? Look at that! Damn. <laughs> a lot of drops.
1: Listen, it's a it's a lot more since the last time or first time we talked to you. It was,
2: you know you made the ultimate come up. Hey, hey, we said we was gonna do something big back then.
3: <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't have a clue we were gonna do it this big. I didn't know we were gonna go global. But uh, hey, never say never. Right? You you sir have gone global global from the jump. Like, a little bit. You know yeah. you know how feel how's it feel to be the uh-huh. man? Honestly, uh,
2: it feels right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it feels right, and I feel like everything is falling in the place the way it's supposed to, and I just have to do my very best to continue to be me throughout all of it, throughout everything that happens, throughout all the changes, the factions, the the title matches, the, the wins, the losses, the heartbreaks, the triumphs, everything. I'm just trying to be the best version of me to keep everything going. I feel like that's what's got me to this point. So that's what's going to keep me going up. Yeah, I mean,
1: we, we see amazing work right now in Impact Wrestling. You know, still working the indies. Doing yeah. the thing, you lost your, your belt, you know, moment of silence hey, hey, for, hey, for, hey, the, for hey, the belt hey. last week. <laughs> shout,
2: shout out to Without a Cause, though. You know what I'm saying? They they held it down for a long time. One of my funnest places to work, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Don't want to toot my own horn here, but I was champion for what? Uh phew. 800, six days, you know? No, who's counting? Who's no. counting? The Yo, you just days. played the tuba, talking about some toot my own horn. Like,
3: shit, <laughs> you played the tuba here. You know, I mean, you've, you've accomplished so much in such a short amount of time. And for those that don't know, like, you're also a member of the Bullet Club. You're the first yeah. African American member of the Bullet Club. It's very true. And on black Twitter, when it comes to pro wrestling, they've been slamming Bullet Club for years for not having a black member. And then here you come. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, What was the response like? When, you, when people saw that you had joined and the people that had been shitting on Bullet Club was like, oh, well, we can't really do that anymore.
2: Right. Yeah, no. Um, so, you know, Bullet Club has this insane fan base, no matter whether who's leading Bullet Club or, or whether they're at the forefront or in the background, their fans are diehards. You know what I'm saying? The people who love Bullet Club love Bullet Club. And the people who want to change in Bullet Club and wanted to see representation... Uh, they finally got their wish with with this. And um, it was cool because I got to see a lot of worlds collide. Like, I got to see a lot of people who were just Chris Bay fans and, you know, distant Bullet Club, you know, visualizers. Be like, okay, sweet. We can all be together now. And I saw people who were Bullet Club fans who hated Chris Bay be like, all right, well, I guess he's cool now, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, but it was cool seeing the culture back me, you know what I'm saying? That's always something that, even though... I am who I am, and I represent what I represent, you still don't expect it, you still don't expect anything. I, don't, I never expect anything, so I don't expect people to just love me because of the color of my skin or because of what I stand for, no matter whether it be uh, the fight that's fighting a better a better cause for them. I don't expect people to give me that respect or anything like that, so the fact that people did show me a lot of love, people did uh, turn up for me, buy all the merchandise, shout out to. Uh, you know what I'm saying the Finesse Club shirts number one seller on shopimpact.com and the Finesse Club shirts on New Japan shop new japan number 5 seller on there uh people people are supporting it and it's cool that people got the got the uh, the avatar the skull with the dreads now you know what I'm saying the dreadlocks we
3: doing <laughs> yeah. it different now wait wait so who wave. was that your idea with the design with the with the dreads and obviously Finesse Club is all you yeah, or, was yeah. that everything you with the design that shirt um so
2: I I mostly designed the uh, the New Japan one. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Demonic Lunacy uh, on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, they helped me create that, but I wanted to do the dreads hanging out for sure. And then um, at the same time, while creating that one, the process of getting the impact one created, uh, I believe uh, D-Lo had hit me up about um, having the avatar with my dreads hanging out, and I was like. We're on the same page, my man, (laughs) and they came up with their graphic. I came up with my graphic, and all of them were awesome. So I think, uh, you know, the energy, the frequency of the planet is rising. We're all on the same wavelength here, and we were like, yo, it only makes sense. The dreads hang out, so shout out to D-Lo.
1: When was the last time you actually cut your hair? I saw you post, like, a throwback. Yeah, It had to be, like, you are like, 17, and you were like, oh, I just started growing my, like, when was the last time you didn't have long hair?
2: Okay, so the, the last low, low cut I had all around was 7th uh, grade, 2008. Uh, so Halloween, roughly, was when I got the shape up and not another low cut and said, yeah, I'm growing it out. So I just celebrated 13 years. Damn. 13 years of long hair. Keep it. As long as you can.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. the ether. Yeah, I'll speak from experience. Keep it as long (laughs) as you can. Because once it's gone, you don't realize how much you miss it until it's gone. Once upon a time, I had braids. No way. Yeah. Oh, no. I can't can't believe that. No, I I did. I had curls. I had the big fro with the curls. And I had braids. And I I took it all for granted. I'ma like, I'm need I'm gonna need pick proof. I, yo, I'll <laughs> got, get some pics of proof. But it's, it's there. He seen it. Yep, it seen exists. It. It's all bad. I remember when you didn't have the beard. Oh. That, Woo! You, don't, <laughs> don't, you were a child, child, sir. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about that version of me. I don't, I don't know that guy. I don't know that guy. Hey, but you guys rock the ball school though. That's the thing. Oh, like, you know, not everybody can rock it.
3: And nah, man, people got weird shaped heads. That's what I'm
2: saying, man. Like not every it's not for everybody. No. So you guys do it exceptionally well.
3: No, I almost like for a second, like
1: my joke is like once this starts thinning more up top, yeah. I'ma just rock the George Jefferson for like a week or two, <laughs> just to like grow it out and try it. Top down. That's it. <laughs> just just to see what's up. Shout out to Good. Tony Kornheiser. Good like to he rocked me. it forever. Like I I just need to
3: <laughs> need to try it. That or I'm gonna go even. Stephen A. Oh. Like one time just just hairline, just you know whoo. that shit is hanging on by a thread. Yo. And the, his barber's like yo. How much further can I push this hairline back? No. Get, but, it's yeah. like your ears, man. Like <laughs> his barber hits it with the with the paint though. That's what you yeah, know is legit. Just bum yeah. Remember when Carlos Boozer car. did that shit? Oh yeah. Carlos Boozer he had the Jermaine Jackson and just painted his whole shit. He's just like, all right, I'm just gonna
1: Next time I go stuff. to Atlanta. Atlanta's a whole different place. I can yeah, do wild yeah. shit in Atlanta. Yeah. So, like I'll just go maybe get the fake hairline. Yeah. Like just mad crisp don't, down don't here.
2: Don't, don't. Atlanta's the new Hollywood, huh? It's the, it's it, black dope. Hollywood. Yeah. yeah.
1: Movies. I, mean, like I went down there. I went to brunch. It was a whole different experience. Okay, it's a whole different, whole different experience. I knew it was because you there. said brunch. Yo, know. yo, and that <laughs> ain't that, that ain't even like real brunch. Like yeah, it was exactly. like a club on a Sunday. They left church, went to brunch. Same outfit. Like they had the terror rage Oh, thighs out.
3: Like it, it was a whole <laughs> it, different. Experience they went from saints to sinners real quick. <laughs> like see, real quick. I gotta see what's to this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you'll make your way down there. Just remember that when when you get booked down there, you'd be like damn, I had this show on Saturday night. What am I going to do on Sunday? Like, let me go to brunch. Cal, Cal was talking this up. He, it's a whole different experience. A whole different experience.
3: Will do. So, you're at Turning Point. By the time this airs, it will be about a week out from Turner Point. Okay. And, you know, obviously you're working at Turning Point. That's what we fully expect you to be doing. Yeah. But for those who don't know, let them know what, what the angle that you're in right now. Because for some people, they see – They've seen you, you know, Finjuice and the Good Brothers and you guys, and they're, like, really confused. Like, what's going on with Bullet Club and the Good Brothers?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's kind of crazy. Like, uh, Finjuice has had this this war with, with the Bullet Club for so long, and unfortunately for them, they, <laughs> they showed up at Impact Wrestling on Thursday nights
3: where i hold it down this this is so impressive <laughs> that you've been able to incorporate bay into everything and it makes fucking sense
2: the book's coming soon the book is coming soon the Ooh. book of bay it's going to have all the all the all the ones you need in there with the photos to explain what these words mean <coughs> but uh that's coming soon so uh fin juice they have this rivalry with the bullet club they show up in my house now so now they got a rivalry with chris bay specifically and the bullet club so you know me i'm gonna put the beats to them you know what i'm saying no Dre by. I'm going to put the beats to him. And they think that they can just get another rematch at the tag titles that they lost forever ago. I don't like that. So what happens at Bound for Glory, right? We go to a double draw earlier. So we go to Bound for Glory. We have a three-way tag title match. Good Brothers, Juice, Bullet Club. Good Brothers steal it. If you ask me, everybody had to beat me. That's because, yeah, I got pinned, but they hit me with like 16 finishers. If you look if you look at it, it was like a Def Jam Vendetta combo on me. Okay. That's the only way you could take me out in Samstown in Las Vegas at Bay for Glory on Bay Purview. Only way it could happen. So that's why it happened. But what happens next? They get a match with Good Brothers. They get the match with Good Brothers. Why? Because I got pinned. Okay. So what do we come out and do? We come out and what? We punch some cocks. Can I say that? Yeah, you can say that. We punch some cocks. <laughs> OK, right there. Matter of fact, you know what I did? I did a super kick. And what, what I said right before was, don't crease the J's. And mm. then I put it right on him. You know why? Because this really blows. That's why I had to do that. I had to show these folks that we are the real number one contender. So what's going to happen next is Bullet Club versus Finjuice one more time. They call it Bullet Club beatdowns. I call it a lesson in the art of finesse because we're going to kick their ASS one more time. Then we're going to fight the good brothers who claim they're elite these days. You know, they, they have surpassed the Bullet Club, if, if you ask them. But they will never, in their greatest years, be better than Chris Bay's version of the Bullet Club, the finesse club. Because they've been tagging for how long now? Carl Anderson, Doc Gallus been tagging.
3: Damn, how long? It's, it's Sh- decade. Over a decade.
2: I am brand new tagging with all these bullet club members Mm. all of them and we just stacking up w's so when we inevitably beat the good brothers for the impact world tag team championships and they lose to a fairly new tag team when they've been doing this for over a decade and i've barely been in the business for five years now it's gonna feel sweet it's gonna feel too sweet some would say and all i really need is one shot it's gonna be awesome Oh,
1: you mentioned all the different Bullet Club members. We've seen it. We saw you with Jay White. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you got inducted. What was it like, you know, one, working with Jay White? Two, when he came to you, he was like, you know what, Bay? What the Bullet Club needs. What we need to take us over the top again. It's a little bit of finesse.
3: And blackness. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Boom, here's this melanin. Just drop it on in there. <laughs> Uh, it was sick, man. I hadn't seen Jay in a lot of years. We worked together at uh, PCW. Shout out PCW Ultra. We worked uh, shows together there mid to late 2017. And then he went to Japan and exploded, you know? Um, I remember I was very, very young at the time. But even then, he treated me with a lot of respect. I remembered that. So when the time came for him to bring me into the Bullet Club, it reminded me that uh people don't forget. You know what I'm saying? Like here we are four years later and traveled these two separate journeys just to come back full circle and for him to wanna to bring me in. Uh it was awesome. It was awesome. It's awesome teaming with Jay. It's awesome uh hanging out with Jay. The group is just it's the bullet club. And now and now it's got me in it. So now it's got a whole lot of sauce. And you know what Gucci man used to say, if you ain't got no sauce then you Get lost, but you also get lost in the sauce. You know what I'm saying? And I am, I am ridiculously navigated in the sauce, never lost. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I know what I'm doing here, and Jay knows what he's doing because he's trying to make more money for the Bullet Club. And how do you do that? You put the most tantalizing man with the most scintillating jackets in the group. You put Chris Bay in the group.
3: Jackets on fire, though.
2: Hey, 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 tantalizing. Tantalizing. Scintillating.
3: Uh, I got to ask this question because it's going to upset Kel. How many pair of J's you got?
2: (laughs) You know what's crazy?
3: (laughs) Um, It's
2: gotten ridiculous now because I started with one last year. Last year was when I started really with one, when I stomped Willie Mack out Mm -hmm. in the uh, Space Jams and let him know that I was coming for the X Division Championship, the Finesse Division Championship. And now I think I have – I think I just counted 22 pair the other day.
3: Twenty-two pair. Kel, Twenty-two. Kel, Kel, how many Jordans you got?
2: Zero.
1: You know how many DCs I got though. Uh, by the way, so I saw Chris in the <laughs> lobby before we get in here. Yep. Complimented me. No, you did. On wearing my. Why DCs? would you do
2: that? <laughs> you gotta understand, man. I come from a skateboarding background. These, he does. These were my. Listen, <laughs> you don't know my life. <laughs> hey, 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 I know you watch Stone Cold podcast. This is my Stone Cold right here. Hey, hands up. <laughs> Hey. Hey. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a little pair of DCs. Nothing wrong with that. I like that. He don't need to skate. You know, sk- you know why? Cuz metaphorically he's still grinding.
3: Why are you trying to help Look us, at man?
2: this. You know what I'm saying?
3: Look what you, at these what you bars. Cuz
2: I never forgot where I came from. I've been here already. This is my first time here, but I've been with y'all already.
3: I know. I'm this. back
2: in both of y'all. I'm- Okay. You got the Jordans, I got the I told, you, I told you you're baldy nice. Yes, I do it. <laughs> I'll shine you. it up when we get off camera if you want me to. That's what I'll do for you because I'm a, with
3: you. That would be auxiliary content. I, I like <laughs> You know what
2: I'm saying? Patreon. We go exclusive with that. Make some money. You know what I'm saying? Gotta, I'm, I'm for that him. one. He said he got Etnies too. Did he tell you that?
1: He hasn't told me that. Yes. Did I blow what? the surprise? Yeah, about the Etnies. It's okay though. You know what? What I'm saying? Let's, Let's get, get
2: him a pair. Let's get no, him a matchup. No, I'm not wearing man. that, man. <laughs> Let's get you a pair of blazers, and we're going to throw on uh, Jerk by New Boys, and we're going to take it back to 09. Oh, about let's that? get it.
3: That's content. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he used to dance. Don't threaten it. He used to. Hey. that when you had the
2: curls or the cornrows? I Not had the. the curls, man. The curls during the dance. Yeah. Was, was the juice dripping out the curls when you were No, p- I ain't had no activator. I ain't do all that. <laughs> oh. You
3: know, I, I used to gel it up. I had the real tight curls. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I, okay, hey, hey. Hey, that was Pretty Boy hey. Dre back in the
1: day. It's a whole different man back in the day. What you
3: saying? You, you said Pretty Boy Dre. Well, back now in the you season? old
1: man. You know the grays are flourishing. It's, yeah. it's okay. Wisdom's nah, but
2: that's deep. hard though.
1: Yeah, yeah. Know. yeah you know, see
2: don't. how I'm protecting him now. No, yeah, yeah. Got, you know that's this how. Man that's protects how the business. <laughs> <laughs> Black all stars, man. We gotta stick together.
3: Gotta Yo, stick for, together. for a lot of people don't know, you were on our first Wrestling with stereotype show. It was awesome. And the incredible thing about that is there are so many people that saw you there. And that have come back around and have been watching you on Impact, yeah. and I, I'm sure you've seen on Twitter, people like, I remember I saw Bayon wrestle with stereotypes, and yeah. I've followed them ever since. Yeah. How does it feel when you know people have followed your journey for so long? Like, there's people that were here when you took that goddamn ridiculous Canadian destroyer yeah. <laughs> against yeah. David Hart, and they followed you every step of the way in a room yeah. for you.
2: It's, it's cool. It's that old um, saying that people always talk about, day ones, right? And... Um, I used to get that confused when I was a kid, thinking that it meant people that you've known since your day one, but it's really the day you first encountered those people, you know, and then how you guys move on from there. And uh, I've always felt it, it really makes me feel back down in the smallest way, you know what I'm saying, Like, but in the best way possible where I just realized that all of this around me is so much bigger than me and and the efforts that I put in don't go unnoticed and that this is all for something, you know? Like when people come up to me at the the meet and greets or whatever and I recognize them already, but I can't exactly maybe remember from where and then they start telling me like, oh yeah, I was there when you did this. I was there when you did that. I'm like, oh snap, that's sick, that's awesome. Like I remember that and then I have stories that I can tell people about those stories that they didn't quite know. You know, for you guys, you guys gave me one of my first looks with that Wrestling with Stereotypes podcast. You know, that was a, um, a panel of just black all stars, to use the phrase again, and me. You know, that's how it felt. <laughs> that's how I felt in the moment, almost, because I'm just like, I know everyone up here, but I know everyone up here doesn't know me. Right. But that's okay, because they will one day.
1: You've and, wrestled all
2: yeah, of you know, them now. Yeah. Oh, you know, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, will, oh, yeah.
1: Willie Mack would have. Definitely hit you with a stunner. You would to know <laughs> you're gonna take his belt, <laughs> <laughs> like right on stage. <laughs> like Willie would be like, "No, I know this kid is coming for me."
2: <laughs> I knew it. He didn't know it. I, I knew it when Ace Austin had it. I said, "Yeah, that's mine." I signed my paper. I said, "Yeah, that's mine." And then Willie beat him for it. I said, it.
1: "Damn, Willie! Damn, Willie! Got to do it to you." <laughs> Sorry, brother.
2: <laughs> Sorry, brother. That's mine. But it's it's cool, man. It's cool. Like the other day, or a couple weeks ago, I was doing um, New Japan and uh, and when we did the Dallas tapings and uh I'm there and you know our opponents are coming out to the ring and me and LP are ringside and uh there's a group of guys with bullet club shirts front row and one of them goes to two sweet me so you know I curve him because <laughs> you know he's not club he right. can't get it and uh, right after I curve him he goes that's cool uh all easy 25 uh, replica belt shines and to those of you who don't know what any of those things mean, and it just sounds foreign, it's my YouTube channel I created when I was 12 and all my original content. So when he says that, I just, like, look back at him again, and I'm like, oh, you've been around, huh? Like, <laughs> you really know some stuff, huh? I'm like, all right, I could, I could dig it. But once again, it's those moments where I'm like, this person really been watching me for this long? Like, yeah, yeah. you really been tapped in that long? Like, yeah, oh, sweet. Thank you. I'm honored. I'm humbled. And. I hope that I can continue to be something that you want to watch. We all have our products that we fade out of. I hope I never fade out for people.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, only 25. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the beginning of the journey, like you said. Like been a, I mean, I remember no beard, FSW, oh. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Bay. You know the no you know, tooth, no tooth, no beard. Yo, <laughs> like you got the grill fixed, everything. You, say, you know, yeah, every, yeah. everything. everything. Yeah. It is, it's good. I, I remember, you know, those days, though, and watching and just seeing that potential. And then I remember telling Dre, like, yo, we're putting this panel together. I was like, I I kind of want someone who's going to be the future. Like, we have a lot of vets and all this stuff. I And I was like, yo, I've seen this kid. Like, he, he works. He goes crazy. And we go to FSW all the time just because we're wrestling nerds. nerds. So <laughs> I was like, yo, let me reach out. Like, I don't know if he does appearances. I don't know what he does. And then, like, you're, like, so nice. You're, like, yeah, cool. I'll come on and, like, talk about it. And then from there, just it's a steady climb. But now you're on TV every week. Yeah. You know, you're on Bay Per View. You're you're on all of these different platforms in five years. Like you said, it's just been five years. Do you ever sit down and think, like, yo, what does the next five hold for me? Where do you want to be in the next five?
2: I think about that more often than people realize because one of the first things that dawned on me when I was probably about two years in and I had already accomplished so much at that point, what dawned on me was that there was no ceiling here. And if I could do this in two years, maybe I don't have to do this for the rest of my life because clearly I can accomplish all the things I want to accomplish whenever I want to accomplish it. So then I was like, hmm, this does kind of really hurt, too, physically. So maybe, maybe I'll just do 10 years total and then see if I want to keep going or, you know, if that'll be it. So for me, we're talking about only five years in. Do I think about the next five? I do because in my timeline, that could potentially be the, the end. That right. could potentially be my last five. So my last five has to be better than my first five. You know, like, that's the way I'm going to look at it if I'm going to do it. I think about it so much, but there's still so much out there and the world is freeing up, not just from everything we just went through globally, but uh, the market of wrestling and how, you know, the open door, the for- forbidden door, as I like to call it, uh, the forbidden <laughs> it door. it again. <laughs> I'm going I'm to do it all show long. <laughs> we, we ain't going on. It's all Bay. all bay. Um That alone, like, you know, showing up at the the Super J Cup last year, you know, and now I'm doing New Japan, and you know, doing balance and impact, and who knows what's going on in Mexico, and and you know, because we got Diana, you know, La champion, uh, you know, she's holding it down at AAA. Uh, the door and the opportunities are endless. People are getting dream match after dream match after dream match after dream match. So who's to say within this next five years, not only do I accomplish all of the goals that I have left, but more opportunities just come to create something that's never been done in our industry, and I could be a part of that. I think about it all the time because things change daily. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching and trying to figure out where my my piece best fits, but I know right now I shine hardest, and my piece completes the puzzle of Impact Wrestling on Thursday nights. (laughs) Access TV and YouTube Insider. You can subscribe for 99 cents a month and get the shows every Thursday. You can watch them. You know what I'm saying? If you don't got the channel, I heard you say you don't have the channel. Oh, we took it off Twitch, 99 cents a month. We got you, exclusive content. That, that content we were just talking about jerking, that could have been on Impact Insiders. You don't know, so get it now, 99 cents. You don't got it? Here, you got it now, 99 cents.
3: <laughs> this, is, this is impressive. So you, you mentioned dream matches. I'm just going to put you on the spot. I need, I need three dream matches from you in the next five years that you, that you want to see happen.
2: Uh, for myself yep okay i need i need a one-on-one with leo rush
3: Mm, that feels like that can happen that's the very first one
2: it's it's crazy he's AEW, uh you know superstar i am an impact wrestling superstar and we've now wrestled each other twice in tag team competition at new japan right um so it's it's cool that even that in itself like that's the type of world we're living in right now where stuff like that can happen. But I need a one-on-one with Leo Rush for sure. Um, secondly, I do need a one-on-one match with Keith Lee.
1: Mm. I, I'm scared because I know the, the gif that goes around of him just pouncing Adam Cole into the crowd. And I've seen you take crazy bumps. Like, I, I'm scared that you're going to be in the ring. He's going to hit you with a pounce, and you're going third row.
2: I'm just saying, if, I'd love if to he see hits throw. me with the pounce, I'm probably going to fly out the ring, kick off the back wall, and come <laughs> back with the art of finesse. Ooh. And then it's one-two-thrizzy. You feel uh, what I'm saying? we out of there. That's, that's, that's the situation. That's you how bounce. It. Like, you can hit me as hard as you want, but I'm always bounced back. You know what I'm saying? That's the challenge right there, putting it on the table. Um, it's, I never think about these scenarios, so this is really on the spot. But I'm just going off of matches that I know myself that I've been really um, wanting to have that I haven't been able to make happen. We have Leo Rush, we have Keith Lee, and the last one is a um, a real underdog choice that people probably wouldn't expect from me. But when you, when you say it, it makes perfect sense because of how talented the individual is. But Lee Moriarty, for sure. Um, I follow Lee for years. Mm-hmm. For years, I follow Lee. Like he used to do. around the same time i was doing like my training drills on youtube and or on um instagram and twitter you know blowing up from breaking the ring and stuff like that when i did the backflip and the ring broke (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah we don't grab grab brass rings we break (laughs) them that's what we do uh but since those days like lee used to upload his training videos and i would watch those and i'd save them and then when i go in and do my training sessions i do his some of his drills too you know and then i shoot my own content but I just always respected his work ethic and his talent alone. So then when we finally met and crossed paths, he's such a genuine dude. I was like, yeah, bro, you're going to succeed. And anything you want in wrestling, you're going to accomplish. Whatever your goal is, you got it. And then the AEW pick him up. I'm like, boom, he he did what he wanted to do. Now the world is his oyster. But uh, I ain't done with you yet, son, not by a long shot. I still want my
1: one-on-one.
3: <laughs> I like that list. Yeah. I, I feel
1: like, you know, mentioning Lee, We've seen people from AEW go through the Forbidden door, there as you say, to Impact. Yeah. Why are they scared, man? Why are they scared to let y'all go over there? Why are they scared to let you go over there and, and you know, bring the art of finesse right to Leo Rush on Wednesdays, on Fridays, whenever? Why, why are they acting scared? Because I would love to see Chris Bay as Impact champion or tag team champion going forward because I have no, no doubt that you're going to be tag team champion. Grand
2: slam, baby. We can take it all.
1: Go over there and say, you know what? Let's go. Take on their tag champions. Take on someone from the other side. Do you think we're getting closer to, I don't want to call it an invasion, taking it back to the 90s. But When is Impact going to get fed up and be like, you know what? We're coming to you guys.
2: We're coming to your house.
1: We're going to wreck shop on
2: Wednesdays. Honestly, um, you know, once again, never say never, but – I don't know if it'll happen, and here's where I'm going to uh, probably get clickbaited, and, and and all the headlines are going to say what they want to say, but they don't want to bring Chris Bay to AEW because Chris Bay shines brighter than any star you have on your roster in any given day. You put me in the ring with anybody, and it's now my ring.
3: It's that simple. Holy shit. Easy. So, okay, but once upon a time, Cody had kind of shouted you out. So you know he wants to smoke. Yeah. So you know he wants to smoke.
2: Cody, formerly known as Dashing Cody, he knows what's
3: up. You you know, there's Dashing Chris Bay and there was Dashing Cody Rhodes. Yeah, he copied me. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that's help. the story. We're sticking to it. <laughs> I got to do, do some inside baseball, man, because we've we've talked to you. Wrestled, our first wrestling with there was that three years ago. Yeah. Okay. And I've watched you work, but your ability, your talking ability, has gotten so much better over the years. How much do you practice? Do you, or is it just something that's? Do you sit in the mirror and be like, all right, or do you just kind of? wing it and know what you're going to do, or do you take notes on yourself? Because promos is not something a lot, especially yeah. talent on the indies. We've seen guys work, and then they open their mouth, and you'd be like, mm. yeah, yeah. you know?
2: Well, I, uh, I've always been in front of an audience speaking, so I got a lot of practice early on. You know, my grandfather was an entertainer, Philip uh, Flowers. He was an entertainer, singer, you know? And uh, when I was real young, before he passed away, I used to go to his house with my brothers and my mom. And we used to mess around on his equipment all the time, you know. My mom would be like, hey, stop playing with his equipment. He'd be like, Diana, let them boys sing. We was doing what we was doing. I love the microphone. I love to talk. When I was fifth grade, sixth grade, I was vice president and then president of my elementary school. To so every uh, you know assembly or whatever, I was the guy doing all the, all the announcements. I was on the morning news. I was always talking to the public. I was always getting ready for this position. I was always reciting wrestling promos that I loved. So. Um, I accept your compliment of my skills getting better and I hope that's a true reflection of what what the reality is and that's what I'm working for. But as far as practice and stuff like that, I don't really practice. man, my practice is my play.
3: So you just I mean, got it.
2: Yeah, I, I just when I, when I'm on subject and there's something to talk about, there's there's something to talk about and there's something to be said. Uh, and I just try to let my heart my heart speak because you can say something that's written for you. And it could be the best thing in the world, but if the people don't feel it, they don't feel it. But one thing they will always feel is authenticity. So I always just try to keep it as authentic as I possibly can. You know, like there's no um, there's no work behind what I say or what I what I'm doing. I just give you the reality of what you're seeing and what I want to be. The same way you asked me the question about when we're gonna show up over there. I don't know. I don't know. But I know that when you put me in there with anybody, whoever you consider your top to whoever you would consider as your, your, your weakest link, if you would consider yourself to have a weakest link. I will always do my very best to leave that situation shining, no matter what. I have that ability. I have that faith in myself. I have that belief in myself because I know what it comes down to is work ethic. And when I'm on, I'm on. Nobody can touch me. I've gotten to this point in my life by doing this myself, you know what I'm saying, by growing hard myself, by sacrificing everything. So what makes you think? that I won't work harder than you ever will. I won't work myself into a grave to protect my legacy. I have to, I have to, I have to be able to talk. That's a part of the game. I don't want to be one of those people that you see that can wrestle and then they open their mouth, and you're like, yeah. maybe we don't give him a microphone. Maybe we give him a manager. I don't want to be that person. You know what I'm saying? I liked getting thrown right in the Bullet Club and having a you know, hickle right there. Cause I'm like, hey man, I got this. The <laughs> first, the first couple of promos, people were like, "Is he ever gonna talk?" So then he finally started talking a little bit, and people were like, "Oh, okay, yeah, he does talk." I was doing all the talking, yeah. but it's like, that's what I do, baby. I'm gonna get this hype. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sell the point, and you, you just gonna kick the ass. It's cool. That's cool. If you wanna talk, you can talk. But you know, what I'm saying, save them choke slams and them big boots for the ring, and I'm gonna go ahead and do the jibber jabber, and then probably get
3: thrown around a little bit because I'm littler. You know, but <laughs> you know,
2: yeah, man, I appreciate that compliment,
3: though. Nah, I mean it's true because. You were always good, but it's just like over the past few years when I, because I always watch what to see what people are saying about people that I know. Yeah. And when I saw people compliment you, because you know sometimes I get caught up in the moments like, man, I'm just overselling this to myself. Maybe because I know you, I think you're just really good. Yeah. And maybe that, you know, maybe needs, that yeah, you yeah. got yeah, back yeah. off a little bit. But then I started looking, and I'm like, all right, other people believe this too, yeah. right? And I was like, well, that that speaks a lot because I, I went back and was just watching a lot of stuff that you did, and I was just like, damn. Not that you've come like a tremendously long way, but it's like you're still reaching that that potential, the ceiling. You eclipsed it, and now it's like you're reaching for more. Yeah, yeah. And, there's always more. Yeah, and I like seeing it, man. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't want to say like I'm, I'm proud of you, like I'm some popper figure or some shit like that. But it's like, damn, <laughs> man, when you see cats like us, our skin color in this business. Yeah. And you want to see everybody shine. and We've seen for years like guys that that could talk but couldn't work. Yeah. Or we see people that work but couldn't talk. Yeah. You're that perfect blend, and especially being the age that you are, Yeah, I don't know if you know this, even though you talk about it, but you kind of are the future of this business. Yeah,
2: yeah. I The more I hear it, the more I understand where it's coming from, and the more I've been around the business, you know, five years now, I've been able to see examples of what that really means, you know, like, and the longevity, because the key is always longevity, and all my OGs always, you know, spoke to me about longevity, and... uh I've changed my work rate because of it, you know, and the things that I do and the way I protect my body, um, and the way I protect my mind, but there's always room to grow. And the only way you get more growth is by putting yourself in uncomfortable scenarios where you have to learn to adapt and grow. And that's why I talk the game that I talk and, t- and say that, you know, put me in there with the best, because the worst thing that's gonna happen to me, you know what I'm saying, is probably some internet trolls. but the best case scenario that I will take every single time is that I'm going to learn. Mm. I'm going to learn. And I, I, am not the type to make the same mistake twice. And if I do shame on me, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to try again though, to correct it. I learn from these mistakes. So you put me in there with the best promo guy you say exists and I bomb, guess what? I'm gonna try again. Cause I learned from that experience
4: right.
1: and
2: that's all it, that's all it really takes to continue to grow. You know, uh, just being willing and able to learn
1: talking about like and we'll wrap this up with this is that
2: damn i talk too much huh
1: no you're good
3: oh. uh listen we got nothing but time not wait time. I, I don't want you to take it home just yet i, I gotta put him on the spot on a couple of things
1: oh right. so let me ask this question then. Yeah. we won't wrap
3: it up yeah How about that we do what we want
1: um <laughs> now i always see you when you're not in the wrestling ring you're talking about taking care of your body taking care of your mind heavy into music yeah you just got a new guitar yeah
3: my dream guitar uh, did you yeah name it? did you name it yet yes what you name
2: it? We went with Lucille. Mm. Named okay. it after BB uh, King's King. guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Done. shout out D Lo again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so, how has that helped you just like keep your mind in a good space? How important is it to just have something, you know, to entertain yourself when you're not wrestling, to just kind of remove yourself from? being consumed by wrestling. Yeah. Like, cause we all know we can get consumed with work yeah. and we all have to have like a side hobby or a side passion. Yeah. How big is it that, you know, not only do you have music cause I've listened to your music, yeah. but now you're picking up like instruments and learn how to play and everything. Yeah. Well, how did that start and how important is that? Um,
2: I implore everyone to find something outside of wrestling or outside of your one thing, whatever your one thing may be. Uh, because I was real, it has to be this one thing all my life. And I got to a certain age where um, I realized that's just not feasible, it's just not, it's not healthy. you know. Uh, because things will let you down, things will disappoint you, things will hurt you, physically, mentally, things will try to break you. You know what I'm saying? You need some sort of a release. Like I told you a second ago about my grandfather, music has always been a part of my life. And when I was 12, my brother, uh, he bought me my first guitar but i was too young and i I guess i would say uh, impatient and immature to learn how to actually do anything with it so it sat for a lot of years and just collected dust um last year for christmas i decided to buy myself a new guitar because the story goes when i moved to vegas i sold all my stuff to fund my wrestling and my living so i could you know make a career here i sold all my guitars as well i had a couple guitars that i brought with me but i had to sell all of them so this past christmas you know with the pandemic still going on and wrestling schedule kind of being lighter i was like you know what i'm gonna get myself a guitar i actually have time at home now i'm sure i'm a little bit more mature now and patient to teach myself this and learn this so i started to you know uh when when picked up a guitar and i started to teach myself but the thing that has helped me uh stay centered about it and not uh destroy this passion that I have for music is that I don't let it frustrate me because I can control this one. So when I'm trying to learn something and it's difficult, I'll put the guitar down and go do something else. Or if I'm trying to learn something and it's frustrating me, I'll just play something else that I already know how to play. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And never, I never attach anything negative or any negative anger to my, my learning time with my guitar. And for that, I've been able to actually see a lot of improvement this past year and to the point where, I, like you said, I picked up another guitar. It's my third guitar this year. Um, and it's my dream guitar. I finally got my dream guitar, a Gibson Les Paul. Um, it's saved me because as you know, I, I injured my calf back in April or late February. And uh, I was out for two months, man. Couldn't walk to my own kitchen and, and make my own food. You know, like, couldn't do anything really on my own. And all I could think, is just, man, what if something worse happens in wrestling and then I can't wrestle again, or I won't be able to do the things I'm able to do? Like, am I still gonna be able to, you know, jump up on the top rope and do my pose even? Like, how's my calf gonna work when this is over? But having that guitar there that I could just grab and just play and just create songs and sounds and melodies that just talk talk to my spirit, talk to my soul, re-energize me, you know what I'm saying? Um, create lyrics, you know, with my music and, and, and rapping and, and singing and uh, dropping music on Spotify, Apple Music, all, all the good platforms. You can check me out, Chris Bay, I'm verified on there too. That's you know a plug, <laughs> It's a <laughs> plug. You know me, uh, it saves me because uh, when wrestling is hard on my body and my mind and my soul, and you know, I don't walk out of Bound for Glory with the tag team championships, I can go home and play a good tune and you know, remember that I get another chance to try again tomorrow rather than racking my brain about what just happened in the ring and how I can correct it and how I can bounce back from this and having to just only keep this on my mind. No, no, no. I can go play the guitar and play a couple of notes and be like, hmm, hold on. What if I did this in, in the ring? That might, hold on, yeah, that, that's hard. Let me, let me, yeah let me, let me jot that down. Let me keep that in the back pocket. It helps me think more about wrestling. It helps me think in a safer space, though, rather than everything coming from one source of energy, you know?
3: Mm, I like that. So now I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm forcing you to pick one. Okay. (laughs) Oh. Yep. Brett or Sean? Sean.
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh,
3: Promo skills only. Austin or Rock?
2: (laughs) Man, that's really tough. Uh. But I'm going to say rock. Yeah. Okay.
3: Okay. Uh, Heart Foundation of the Rockers. Mm, mm, mm,
2: mm. For me, Heart Foundation.
3: All right. Yeah. J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar? (sighs) J. Cole. Mm. Mm. Kindred spirits here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Let's see. uh, Jordan's... uh, Thirteens or elevens? You know, nobody was choosing thirteens. We choosing elevens over <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: there's only one pair of thirteens I rock with. Those are the cherries. Ooh, well the flints are cool too. But yeah, okay, cherries. Yeah, well, flints.
1: Why are, the- why are ones in fashion? Can I interrupt for a second? Oh, like, here you he No, like honest question. Like, no one was rocking ones. Like Where three years were? ago,
2: the last dance.
1: Yeah, like. But they, three years ago, ones aren't what they are now. Now everybody got a pair of ones. Like people's grandmas be walking around here, with with ones. Not and I, wrong. Like, they came out of like nowhere. You're not wrong. Like Shane McMahon,
3: like two years ago, had ones on. Like even everybody's like, had ones at, at some point. One yeah. the thing about ones is you just walk Air Forces. Like, they've they always been. Look.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. They 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 all, they all share a similar look. Yeah, they,
3: yeah, but ones have always been somewhat affordable too. Yeah, people can find ones. When you go down the line of, like, 11s, like, they're harder to find, and yeah. they sell out quick. There's always ones on the market. Okay, that's the reason. I was just wondering, because, like, yeah, fours go quick,
1: like, nines, all it, Like, everything goes, like, fast. Yeah. But I was wondering. I was like, yo, ones just took over. But I guess if they're accessible, more people can have them. Yeah, I think yeah. they probably
2: make more quantity of them. They
1: obviously. do. You can yeah. find ones everywhere. Yeah.
3: It's, it's really difficult to see ones that are just sold out. But everything else, like, fives, fours, threes. Yeah, you know. yeah, 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 The twos, to me, the twos are, ugh. No, crazy. I've never I, seen any.
2: I don't, I don't, I don't like the twos, but I will get a pair of twos only because um, when Jordan wears them, they're not bad.
3: Yeah, well, so it's, it's Jordan's. So. It's his shoe. Last yeah. pair of Jordans
1: I had, it was like a pair of sixes. Sixes? Mm. I think. Huh? What yeah. Kind,
3: what kind? Which ones? So you don't, Lord knows. <laughs> it was like. What was the colors? What
1: was junior, junior year. What was the colors? Um, red, white, and blue joints. I don't even like. It was a little bit of blue, but they're mostly like red and white. Um, yeah, the USA joints. <laughs> yo, they're like 2005. I got them for like yeah. Sadie Hawkins. Yeah,
2: the Harlem Globetrotter. Yeah, it was it was ugly. Watch the like, generals. It was it was
1: it wasn't it probably wasn't hot at all. Like it was like right. I oh, my only joint was like yo. You can't buy me like no Team Jordans. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I was like, no, we, ain't, we ain't getting laughed out the building. Not But I'll wear Jordans to Sadie Hawkins and
3: like oh, yeah. do the whole joint now. Team Jordans were like the Polo, the US Polo Association. Ooh. That ain't Ralph. You can't. That ain't Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't Ralph. <laughs> Ralph it ain't Ralph. <laughs> it ain't Ralph. <laughs> it's like, you well, can't. You can't. All right, so I got a couple more for you. One, uh, Sonic or Mario.
2: Mm. I'm a Sonic guy. I'm a Sonic guy. I respect Mario, but shout out to my Chunky Dunky gear, uh, the uh, Bay and Jerry's gear that I wore at Slammiversary.
3: Yeah. You remember
2: the uh, kick pads, how I always do the straps on the back. I had the gold straps on the back to mimic the Sonic rings. That's what that was about.
3: Mm. The That's details. In slight, the slight details. You got to have the details. <laughs> uh, pancakes or waffles? I'm a waffle guy. Look at, look He's He's thrilled.
2: Wow. So we're going to get chicken and waffles later, huh?
3: Chicken and waffles are amazing. Yeah.
2: hey, ain't it though? Come Chicken on. and waffles are Come amazing. Come on, man. Pancakes, man. Pancakes are overrated. Pancakes. Thank you. Like, I will, I will mess with pancakes if I'm gonna make my own pancakes.
3: But like, Let's I'm go. trying to get some waffles, bro. Like, okay, they Belgian you. style. All right, all right. That's that's fairly he. The he's man speaking. is spoken. He hates pancakes. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think you age out of pancakes. I you think, don't I age so. out of pancakes. Because like yeah. Yeah,
4: like
2: there was a certain age where I, I ordered some pancakes one time and, and cut them, and I was like, I ain't even going to hold you. all I'm not about to eat this. I, Yo. Mean, <laughs> gonna, I don't even want this. And that was when I realized. like It don't hit the same. There's I was like, like, Dang no consistency just, to it. I just it. turned 21 and a half. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with pancakes. <laughs> this is crazy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I can't slam pancakes. This man, he just won't eat them. But I, I'll eat pancakes. I eat pancakes, waffles, and French toast.
2: French toast, I would see French if I had toast. to order them, I would put French toast second and pancakes still last. If I yeah. had to put them, yeah, over there. yeah it I
3: depends know. on where you get them. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> too. there's certain places that French toast is you go to Baby Stacks, uh, yeah, uh, huh yeah. The Banana the Foster's?
2: To- they got some French toast there that's hidden.
3: Banana Foster
2: French toast, okay. I haven't had a change of life. Yeah. yeah,
3: it is, it is life, life changing. I'm not sure how this works with
1: you know your your professional wrestler diet, yeah. But yeah. um, no, you just gotta, oh, you oh, I'm,
3: a, I'm a fat ass. I eat. <laughs> I eat. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I had one more and you threw me off, Kel. Uh, Damn. It was my love for waffles. That just yeah, just, yeah, it just, it just, ruined, just ruined you. Was, it ruined everything. My, that, man, my man was going to do. wrap it up right there. <laughs> yes. All right, Jordan and LeBron? Jordan.
1: All right. Yeah. Okay, he he set the trap right there. <laughs> was, yeah. He went off for of age. I, I, I have
2: <laughs> to respect lebron for sure but maybe there's the emotional connection with me and jordan as far as like uh you know him being still active when i was really really young and watching basketball with my dad and originally wanting to be a basketball player before i knew i actually wanted to be a wrestler i used to shoot hoops that's the reason i first cut my hair uh, i had long hair when i was a kid and i first cut it because it's too hot outside i cut it for that reason and then my mom never let me grow it back out until seventh grade and then as you see haven't cut it since but uh, yeah man like between how how nostalgic the shoes are and how iconic his uh, work ethic is and um, just what he's been able to do 20 years after retirement and still be on the level that he is you know what I'm saying like unless Jordan gets cancelled he ain't going nowhere the market's only gr- going to continue to grow until whatever the end of time is going to be but I have to just put the most utmost respect on him. No, no, no slouch to LeBron, uh, LeBron but I'm a Jordan guy. That's, that's fair. I wore a Jordan jersey to my very first live event. And I wore a LeBron jersey to my second live event. That's the funny backstory of that too. I just thought about. Okay,
1: that. so it's like literally one and two. Yeah, yeah.
2: So can't knock that. Can't. Then, then it's AI,
3: and then it's Vince Carter. That's my list. Ooh, no Kobe. He only he's just on the outside. I mean... I mean, I- Iverson is a cultural idea. Yeah, yeah. He shifted the... Yeah. Like, I talk to people about this all the time. We talk about Allen Iverson, it depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. If I'm talking to white folks about Allen Iverson, they may not get it as we get it. Yeah. Because it was a reflection of us. And mm-hmm. We never really saw that. Because even Jordan it was like, ah, oh, he's bald-headed. Right. Iverson was cultural tats. Tats. Yeah. The shorter. game. He was little. Yeah.
2: Corn rolls had the braids up.
1: We used to have do rag on at the presser. Right. And I want, want to talk
2: about practice? <laughs>
1: no.
3: <laughs> nothing. There was nothing like it. All right. 3X velour suits. Last one. Yeah. Last <laughs> one. <laughs> yes. Last one, NK. You could take us out of here. NWO or the horseman? Bullet Club. For I knew it. 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 He wasn't going to answer that. He was going to give us a Bullet Club. I was going to ask Bullet Club at NWO, but that's not even no, fair. that's
2: not even fair, now. Yeah, I mean,
3: hey, I say this all the time. NWO was here for that long. Yeah. yeah when yeah. they were at their peak. Yeah. Like, people talk about NWO was great and changed the game. They did, but they was out of here. Yeah. Once Virgil got – Vincent got involved, I was like, it's time to go. <laughs> if,
2: I, if I had to choose between those two, I would choose Horseman for the just the, the simplicity of how effective it was without – completely overstaying the welcome. Yep. And adding six hundred thousand people in the group and five hundred variations of the group. They had you know they had their rotational variants, but like
3: it wasn't as overdone as NWO
2: was. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, they they knew when to squash it. Yeah. Like what's, what's Yo, like, Horace like
3: Hogan the- Horace Hogan was in the NWO. Scott Norton, even though he's the king in Japan. Scott Norwood came in. I was like, "What's he doing?" Then He's just letting you just let anybody in. That's buddy. What I'm saying,
2: yeah, he, he, it's it's ridiculous. You relax. I
3: yeah. know I know something about a deep faction. I think
2: we like thirteen deep right now. We we're kind of deep. I don't know how many of us. Is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're kind of deep. I'm like, but I ain't I ain't accepting no applications right now to the finesse club. I got I got that one cut off right now, <laughs> and I hope the bullet club is cut off right now too. We chilling. We chilling. No open invitations, you know what I'm saying? All right.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can't You know, can't get stabbed in the back. It's a Bullet Club tradition.
2: I was tired of having no one to watch my back. That's why I joined the Bullet Club. I realized I was not getting the results I needed at Impact no more. I've been without X Division Championship for almost a year, mm-hmm. did not win the World Championship, could not become number one contender for the World Championship again, could not win the Ultimate X match. So I needed some reinforcement. Well, you got
1: it. I like it. I like it. So before we get out of here, just let everyone know where they could follow you. Make sure that they tune in on Thursdays. There it is, Thursdays. Check out Impact Wrestling. So much, and we say this all the time on our pro wrestling show, so many great things happening in Impact. There's so many different ways to consume wrestling, to support wrestling. If you're tired, if you're complaining, if you're on Twitter. If you're a troll, if you don't like something, don't watch that. There's plenty of alternatives. Go out there, find good wrestling, find great wrestlers. Learn a little bit about the art of finesse. It'll change your life. Make sure, drop everything. Let everybody know where to find you. Oh,
2: well, this is going to be the big drop, y'all. <laughs> Here we go. So, it's Dashing Chris Bay, B E Y, not B A E, for the ladies looking me in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's Dash and Chris Bay on Twitter and Instagram, verified on both now, so you know who it is. Um, you can check me out on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Pandora, uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, whatever you got if you, ain't, if you ain't paying for the streaming platforms. I'm there, just look me up. Check out all my music, support all the music. Uh, you can check Impact out, like he said, on Thursdays, on Access TV. And if you don't have Access t- TV, that's A-X-S TV. If you don't have Access TV, YouTube Insider, become uh, an exclusive member with Impact Wrestling, 99 cents a month and get exclusive content and get the live shows on Thursdays. They start about a half hour late, but they're commercial free. So once once it catches up, it catches up. No commercials. It's sweet. It's awesome. It's too sweet, some would say. So we got the music. We've got My Socials. We've got Impact Wrestling. We've got Turning Point coming up here in Las Vegas at Sam's Town on November 20th. 21st and 22nd will be TV taping days, so come out for those as well. We have FSW No Escape, going to be live on Fight, uh, November 27th, big main event, first time ever inside of a steel cage for myself. Ice Williams defends his No Limits championship. He's the longest reigning champion in Vegas history currently, FSW history, Vegas history, longest reigning champion. He's got that, and I want that. November 27th, cage match, Ice versus Bay, it goes down version Amusements, Live on Fight if you're not going to be here in Vegas. Those are all the drops, I believe. I think that's everything. You sure? Yeah, you it got it all covered. Busy. Guys. And also, um, yeah, no, if your thighs fight your jeans, hop <laughs> so in my DMs awesome. and out of my dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, the man is smoking. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, sir. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to start a yeah, hashtag. You know? oh, it's going to be God. Thick hey.
4: Thursdays. And
1: we're just going to have everyone drop ripped jean pictures. Oh, that's, no. That's what we're doing now. Thick Thursdays. Thursday. Thursdays. Don't tell Faye Jackson. <laughs> oh. Don't tell Faye. Hey, we're making Some,
3: someone, tell Faye <laughs> <laughs> yeah. someone tell Faye Jackson. someone tell Faye Jackson. Hey. Um.
2: <laughs> I, I ain't keeping no secrets. It's <laughs> <laughs> all out there
1: dms are open <laughs> oh man uh, chris thanks for joining us everyone we'll be back after this more pro wrestling um, we're gonna talk wwe nxt and then of course preview to AEW full gear pay-per-view don't go anywhere be right back after this
0: hey everyone it's lindsey rhodes and i've got a new podcast the nfl road show
1: All right, everybody, welcome back. Shout-out to Chris Bay, Ultimate Finesser, Finesse Club. That was one hell of an opening to the show. Make sure you guys check him out. Impact Wrestling, uh, New Japan, everywhere that he is. Amazing, amazing pro wrestler. Truly the future of the business. It's great to have him in studio here at Blue Wire Studios, Wynn Resorts in Las Vegas. I forgot to say this to open the show. Shout-out to producer Cole. Baby, in the booth holding it down mm. for us as always, Dre. Now we we had fun. We talked to Chris. We talked fun wrestling. We talked his career. We talked music. We talked, you know, pancakes being the worst breakfast item. We did all of that. Slow down. <laughs> now we have to get to the sad stuff. What the bloodbath? The WWE? <laughs> it was the massacre. Ah. Uh, WWE more cuts, to my count, it's just five times in the past calendar year. Yeah. Every time they say it's budget cuts. Every time. And it it could be. I'm not here to call Nick Khan a
3: liar. It is to a degree.
1: It's what you said two years ago. These budget cuts are happening, not because they're not making more money. It's because two years ago,
3: they were blowing money fast. They, they signed everybody to extraordinary contracts, and then Nick Khan came in and opened the book, and was like, I always use him. I'm sorry, because he's probably listening to the show, but Mojo Raleigh gets paid what? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-mm. Sorry, Mojo. Sorry, Yo, it's like the, too many guys were getting paid way too much money to not be on TV. I because, liked the hype bros at one point. <laughs> Let me throw that You were like there. the only one. I was the only one championing the hype Yeesh. bros. Yeesh. But... It was business because Nick Con came in. I, you know, some people believe that you know Vince is trying to sell. I still don't necessarily believe that. I believe that Nick Con is coming to clean things up because also behind the scenes, a lot of departments have been shuttered. People have been fired, released. They were just spending way too much money. Yeah, and people had to go. The problem is the wrong people are getting cut. Because I don't know how Jackson Riker still has Jackson Riker still cut, getting a check. My man JTG got on Twitter, was like, he knows how to do it. Because remember, JTG <laughs> flew on the radar, was collecting that chick for mad long, <laughs> and wasn't on TV. He wasn't on main event. He was chilling and nothing. catering. Yo, what they, up? Somebody had said he pulled the John Jones and like hit under the ring. <laughs> so they couldn't fire. And he cut off his phone so nobody could call him. Because you know they only cut fire you like via text message. Yeah, Laurenitis. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, shout out to Max Caster for <laughs> freestyling and saying I, I, I cut people quicker than your, your father-in-law yep. to Bryan Danielson. I was like, all right, that's a bar. <laughs> he got one there. That's a bar. But look, man, all these guys got cut. And I, I just got to start with the one that's, that bothers me the most, and that's Keith Lee. Mm. Keith Lee joined NXT. Remember, he was like in this weird holding pattern for a hot second. Yeah, yeah. Then he heated up. North American title. Then he became the champ champ. Then in the midst of all this, I think he, that's when he did Survivor, Survivor
1: Series. Survivor Series as part of Team NXT.
3: Man was last man standing. Yep. He did Royal Rumble where Lesnar said, oh, that's a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> he did, like, he dropped the title. He gave him one title, lost the cross, came to the main roster. Second match. First match is Orton, DQ. Second match, he goes over on Orton at payback. Yep. It seems like sky's the limit for the man. Now he's gone. In a year. He's gone. They fired him. Can you explain this to me? From your perspective, how do you explain the WWE getting rid of a guy who was clearly going to be one of their biggest stars at the time? What happened?
1: I I think, and again, speculation, the only way I can justify this, devil's advocate, because I don't think it's true. I think it's ridiculous. It's pro wrestling. You can script stuff however you want. Like You can have a star for three years and you would be the biggest star ever. I think they look at it now and the changes in NXT, NXT 2.0 and everything else is when they're saying it's not that they're against indie talent per se, it's we brought him up to the main roster. He is 36 years old. He's going to be our biggest star. He's been hurt or out for whatever reason, you know, COVID complication. It's unfortunate, you know, he's been out for eight months. He was 36 when he got here. He's 37. We're rebranding him as Bearcat, which is, which is, listen, it's not my decision. I'm just telling Yeah. We're rebranding him as Bearcat. It's going to take a year for us to make this Bearcat fellow work. He is 38 years old. So we build him into someone that the fans know at 38. How much are we getting out of him? A lot. Four years. 42 years old.
3: Shit, AJ's older than
1: that. I'm, I'm just saying. But AJ got in. AJ's the exception to the rule. AJ, Nock, so far have been the exceptions to the rule.
3: Damn, I haven't seen Nock in forever.
1: Uh, he still holds the belt. I, I know. It's Nock, right. Nock is the best babysitter <laughs> of a title who just never comes on TV. 80% of his WWE main roster run, he's held a title. Yeah. And can't remember a feud or a title defense. But listen, you're talking about protecting someone. They kind of protect Nock a lot. But those two are the exceptions to the rule. Everyone else, when you bring them in, Seth Rollins... Even Bray Wyatt, when he was there, he was cut as inexcusable. But all of these guys, regardless of where you come from, Cesaro, they got them 27-28 on the main roster, 27-28, 29-30. So when you give them a character, build them up to something, 31-32, you have 10 years till they get to 42. I think we see this with NXT. I love NXT. You know this. I thought the matches were incredible and everything. They went from signing young, talented indie people to the biggest indie stars, regardless of age now. So they're bringing in 35, 36. I, I like Karrion Cross. He's like 35. When they brought him to NXT. So when he gets to the main roster and they rebrand him as some type of weird dominatrix, dominatrix. The, BDSR yeah. <laughs> in the in the red mask, you rebrand him, he's 37 like you got 5 years of a BDM guy BDSM guy like um like it's, it's it's weird like they started too late on a lot of these talents and I think Chris or Keith Lee Keith Lee losing that year hurt for whatever reason and they're like yo we just don't see that we can build him into the star we need for the future the star he can be and if we do we only get that for 4 years they're like we're going to put this money we're going to put this time we're going to put this investment into people that are 27, 28, 29, from here on out, green, not green, whatever, and say when they hit, we got them for 10 instead of starting late. So cross, gone. I think same reason, 37. Like once you can't get to the top at 37. You can get there at 30. Mm, Austin Theory is there. He's 23. If he hits, like the selfie things is funny. Like I, I like that good heel move. He gets, you know, Tyler Breeze is somewhere really mad right now. As he should be. <laughs> He's like, yo, this guy's took my whole gimmick. But for a 23 year old holding a camera and posting selfies, that's relatable. He's in that era. That is his era. So it's like, cool. He he could be something in two years, and then you got 15 years of a top heel. So yes, you got to build them younger. They better do right by Pete Dunne. They lost Adam Cole, who was only 29, 30. Like, that's a guy you have for 10 years. You can't let those people get out the building anymore if this is your plan.
3: That's not their plan.
1: you got to keep young stars and have stars for 15 years. I'm just letting you know. That's how I justify it. Cause does Keith Lee hurt? Yes. Is he incredible? Yes. If they would have maxed out on his potential, they would have He'd been on top for four years, five years. Lashley's a freak of nature. Because Lashley's like 45. Yeah, and he didn't hit his stride until he came back. back. But he's... Also, looks like Bobby Lashley. If we're keeping it a buck, Keith Lee don't look like Bobby Lashley. I mean, nobody looks like Bobby yeah, Lashley. Yeah, so he's what? an anomaly to the situation where Bobby Lashley looks how he looked at 25, and he's ripped, and, and, and it's crazy. Like, there, there's people who fit their mold, but I think they have to, and they, we talk about this all the time, we criticize it. How many times can Goldberg come back? Well, therein lies your problem, right? They got to build young stars, not today's stars. Because Keith Lee would still be a today star. He'd be a two years from now star. You got to go out there and get the young kids. You got to get someone who's 24, 25, main roster ready. You got to get a Chris Bay if he hits the market who's, what, 25, 26, 27 at that time, whatever it may be, and say he's ready for the main roster at 28. You, you have to do these things. Um, hit Row's not that old. Like, they're, they're there. If they, if they break out, you have hit Row for 10 years. The New Day, Kofi was older. But even when the New Day came together, you looked and you said, if the New Day works, this crazy-ass gimmick, if they work, we have these guys for a decade, and they do.
3: Yeah, but everybody doesn't sign for a decade.
1: No, but you got to make them
3: work within a window and then (laughs) re-sign. So so here's the problem, right? There are – WWE prides themselves on these things called attractions. Yep. People who walk into a room and captivate. Nia Jax was also somebody I'm surprised. She wasn't the greatest worker. But outside of the horsewomen, she was your pillar. She walks into a room and everybody goes, who's that? Yep. No matter what Nia did in the ring, she looked the part. And you got rid of her? Now, maybe she was getting paid too much. I, you know, I'm not going to put any credence in that anti-vaccination thing. I'm just not. Yeah. Because I know that there's people there right now holding major spots on that roster. We're not vaccinated, so it has nothing to do with that. But it, this is a misappropriation of resources. Yep. This is Vince McMahon not knowing what he's doing. Because you brought in Keith Lee with all this fire, right? Triple H, you could give credit to it, the NXT Brass. They knew what they were doing with, with Keith Lee. They gave him both titles. But if you remember, I told you it was over for Keith for Keith Lee when he got to the main roster. He had those three outfit changes. Yeah. Vince, Vince don't know what to do with him. He doesn't like what he sees. Same thing with Karen Cross. Cross came in, they pushed him to the top of the card immediately. There was nowhere to go but down. Yeah. Then he shows up. And the thing about Cross, who I think is an exceptional talent, and we said can't miss nope. until Vince missed. Yep. The problem was they push him to the top of the card. Vince gets a hold of him. And then Vince looks at him and then says, Well, you're not, you don't look that much different than everybody else. And then he puts him in this ridiculous BDSM gear. <laughs> and then it becomes the talent's fault, right? Because it's like now it's like you need to make this work. No, you can't. Bearcat wasn't gonna work. Nah. No, no, no. It wasn't going to work. So when I go back to Keith Lee, because we'll talk about, like, Ember Moon, she's better off elsewhere. Yeah. she. It just they wasn't going to work. And everything. Yeah. I mean, between her, she, you know, she goes NXT, she goes the main roster, doesn't do a lot. She goes back to NXT. Now, she's still getting paid, I believe, main roster money in NXT. Yeah. And, you know, they brought her back with a little motorcycle thing. They just didn't know what to do with her. Keith Lee was somebody that had the upward trajectory, and they just blew it. And I don't know whose decision this comes down to because I don't think Keith Lee was making a ton of money. It comes down to, again, can you –
1: we whatever Vince is today.
4: Uh, Vince don't know what Vince is today. Yeah,
1: he's not who Vince was, right? And he changed his mind tomorrow, today, next week, like whatever. He's so back and forth. Like who knows what Vince McMahon is today? Um, I'm sure Triple H is – coming back to NXT like, what the fuck? Like, Triple H, glad he's getting healthy. He went in for his heart procedure. I wonder who gave him that. The NXT he left is not the NXT he's coming back to. But whatever Vince McMahon is, Vince probably has this idea of, I know how to book this and make this a success. You give Vince Roman Reigns, finally, they put him in a position where he should have always been, and he knows how to make Roman Reigns a star. No, he doesn't. I think Roman Reigns is a
3: superstar. He is, now. but how long, do he, how long did he stay? It, it took forever. So it's not like... But
1: he knew, I'm not going to give up on this guy. I'm not cutting this guy. I'm going to try everything until
3: it works. Yeah, he almost and ruined him. He almost. But in the end, he made the man and a superstar. more importantly, does Roman turn heel if it's not a pandemic?
1: Maybe not. I mean, listen, if we're keeping it honest, I don't know how you, you get a guy you've been trying to push for as a baby face forever, right? Leaves because he has cancer again. Cuts an amazing, like, heartfelt promo about he's sad that he has to go and he's going to fight this. And it's endeared him to everyone before he left. And then you tell that man to come back as a heel. Like, that's a very weird thing in my, my psyche. Not to me. It's easy
3: because this is what he always needed He should have been, but not after you leave for cancer and then got to nah, come back. Like, like, people got short memories, man. Like People wasn't even thinking about the cancer promo. They just saw him come back and got really excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just wrecked shop. So I, I, Keith Lee being gone is a problem for me because he's going to show up somewhere else to be a star.
5: There's, oh, yeah, definitely. If
3: AEW, who should sign him tomorrow this son like as soon as whatever is 30 60 90 i, I don't know what his 90 i think mia got 90 yeah so if if whatever it is you have to sign him immediately yeah because nobody does the things that Keith does
4: no
3: that's what i think vince's biggest problem was he worked like a damn luchador but was a giant and vince saw him and was like i want you to work like a giant but that's not his style no he doesn't cut promos like a giant like he, he there's a system that the wwe has that doesn't really have any rules. And it's like, Vince may want this today, but he may not want this tomorrow. And that's, that leads to somebody like Keith Lee because there's no prototype. We've never seen anything like Keith Lee. I would say this, not in their defense, but it's a question.
1: When you look at the WWE, a lot of times you don't want two of the same person, right? Because, like, what's the point of that, right? Keith Lee... Is athletic, bigger black dude. Not a ba- not a heel, kind of natural baby face. You have that in Big E as your champion.
3: No, you don't. What is Keith Lee bringing no, different than he's e? much more athletic in terms of the l- he can do luchador shit. Him and Big E are completely different wrestlers.
1: I'm, I'm just asking, and they're
3: completely different sizes. <laughs> like, no, he, yeah, he's not that. Big. He looks ginormous. I mean, he's champion. physically like imposing in terms of muscle, but yeah. Keith Lee is like. Huge, right? They're, they're completely different individuals. No, correct.
1: But when you, when you come down to it, it's just like I don't, I don't personally like... I think the Seth Rollins character now is great in a vacuum. But Sami Zayn just did that.
3: Yeah, but see, the thing about Seth is, this has always been the problem with Seth. It's not his, necessarily his fault. Seth is so good as a heel that he turns him babyface. And then we go, this sucks. <laughs> and they find, like, whether it's him or Pritchard or whoever, they turn it back heel, and then he masters it, and he does it again. Yeah. Because he's an exceptional wrestler. Yeah. He's a solid promo. He's not the best promo, but he's a solid promo. But he knows how to reinvent himself. His body type is different from Zammie's. Yeah. Like, and they've, they've pushed him pretty much to the moon since he got there. Like, ever since Rollins became a part of the S.H.I.E.L.D., he was always the one. Yeah, yeah. Like, even though when the S.H.I.E.L.D. first appeared, I said Moxley was the one. Moxley the one. one. But they I didn't know think, what to do with
1: him. Yeah, they didn't push Moxley as much as they pushed other two, They but they pushed him pretty damn
3: high. So, like, going back to this latest uh, slew of releases, and I can't figure out what they're doing because the changes that you're making... Haven't made Raw or SmackDown better. Like you cut B. Fab, you just brought Hit Row up to the main roster. You had one woman in the group, yep, and you released her. Now, I'm not saying she was great in the ring, but she provided a great aesthetic to Hit Row, yep. And you released her. Jackson Riker still has a job. Elias was last time we saw him was burning guitars and burying shit. Yeah, they just gave up on that, but he still got a
1: job for now. For now, but I wish everyone to keep their job. By the way, but like five rounds of cuts,
3: Yo, it, no It's one crazy. See. Like it's, it's crazy trying. To, again, the Keith Lee thing is just blowing my mind. Even Nia Jax, I go, I she shouldn't get cut, but she's not the greatest worker. No. What is Keith Lee missing? Keith Lee, for for everything he is, I mean, I I think he's great. I think
1: he's amazing. I think he could be, you know, the top of the card for WWE, like. I'm not sure he's a, a great enough or a strong enough promo there. Like, he wasn't a great promo as NXT champion. Neither was Seth. No. I mean, again, I, I understand your, your case. I think it could have worked. Yeah. But if you're asking me what he's missing, he's not one of the best promos in the business. It, as soon as the stupid rumor, report, or whatever came out that the offer to Adam Cole was to stay and be Keith Lee's mouthpiece, it's just like, oh, they don't believe in Keith Lee talking, Vince. and that's Vince doesn't yeah. believe in him talking. But we knew this is how he talked, like Ricochet, like sir. Like if you're not gonna give them a manager, not a wrestler, right? There's real managers. You want to bring people up from NXT? Bring Malcolm Bivens up. Well, he, he's gold, money like Robert Stone,
3: money. Robert Stone's solid. Malcolm Bivens is. I, Yo,
1: Robert Stone is hilarious. He'd be such a good heel manager on Monday nights, Friday night. Like, he could pull that off very well yeah. and make people very unlikable because he's a very unlikable character as a manager. There's value in those people. Bring them up. Give talent a
3: chance instead of cutting the talent. I, I, can't, I, can't, make, I can't make any sense of this. Ember Moon, another person, AEW should sign. So here's the problem. I, I'll say all these names for AEW, and eventually we go, all right, well, where are all these people going? And it makes me wonder, is there a part of Vince that's just like, let them all go, and hopefully they just sign them all, and they go broke? Yeah, but he's undervaluing the amount
1: of money the cons have.
3: Well, so, so yeah, I know. That, that's, <laughs> that's part of it. They have more money than he does. The other part of it is um, Amber Moon, I'm not saying she could get got for cheap, but when you drive your talent down yeah. on the way out the door – it's not like you're getting white-hot talent, right? And Tony Khan doesn't need him. I do think he needs somebody like Amber Moon, though. Women's division, much like when he
1: inserted Ruby Soho, you know, it it went up a tick. Like, okay, like, yeah, this it you really made a difference. You need yeah.
3: work. You need people who can work. I'm not sure Nia works there. No, she doesn't. I don't know where Nia Jackson's ends up. It
1: might be over. Impact? They don't have anyone that type of in track. I just... Impact values wrestling, right? They do, but the knockouts division has been different. They have, you know, characters like Sue Young who can go, but like characters still drive a lot
3: of the. No, but, the but they have a good of balance to that. AEW very heavy on wrestling. Yeah. That's why Ember Moon goes there as, back to you know, Athena, and she's good. Yeah. Like she can work all those girls, and she doesn't have to cut the greatest promo. Nope. Like a- the problem was WWE signed everybody, and now they're releasing. Half of them? Yeah. Anyone, WWE has an age limit. I don't think even I don't know what the age limit is because young talent, it's just like a lot of people in the UFC. Just because you're young doesn't mean you're going to be good. No, uh,
1: I completely agree. But they'll give you a longer leash if you are. Because you're younger, you're cheaper, we'll
3: figure it out. I don't know. I mean, like Austin Theory, right? Yep. I feel like he's been on the cusp of being ruined like three times. Yeah, I think they found some. I don't even know if they found someone, because how long can you take them serious in this gimmick? Angel Garza just lost his last name. It's over, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Big E. I know he's joined like the, the, the last name club, and I asked, where, where does Riddle go? Because he lost his first name. <laughs> he, that's got to be a different club. But like Angel Garza, Humberto. like Finally, they put him together as a tag team. If you would have done that
1: with Andrade, you would have had something. Selena. Selena Vega. Ta-da, you would have had an amazing
3: faction. I don't know. Three years too late. I don't know. Um, I have so I want to move on to Raw real quick because <laughs> I want to. I gotta because for for weeks people said when Bianca got squashed by Becky. Oh, here we they go. were like, let it play out. She'll be a bigger star. She's gonna get the title back. What happened this week on Raw? Who went over? Liv Morgan. Yep. Who they've been grooming to be Becky's next feud. Yep. And in the process, they turned Dewdrop heel to fe- feud with Bianca. Are y'all still y- y'all still with this idea that this was done to help Bianca? Oh, it should have never been done to help Bianca. Never, like, that's ridiculous. But um,
1: do I need Bianca to be right back in the title picture while the horsewomen are there? Like, no, I do need a secondary feud. I think again they cut Nia Jax, and they're just like, we need a another big heel. And, and what does like, dude, dude drop? drop. Where?
3: What? Piper. I'm going to call her Piper, Piper Nevin because that's her name. Please change her name back. Yeah, because this Dewdrop as a heel wearing like a dress. Like, what, what are we doing How here? How hard is it to just have her cut a prog- promo saying, my name is not Dewdrop,
1: My name is Piper.
3: They got her away from Eva Marie so quick. Cut her ass, too. They cut it,
1: and somehow her name
3: is still Dewdrop. I know. It's stupid.
1: But you know why she's around? She's young and talented and cheap. No. So, they're like, oh, sorry, Naya. We're not paying you a six-year person it'll, salary. It'll be the new jumbo. That's it's it's the NFL. Yeah, right. Like it's cool. You pay your top guys. You pay your franchise guys. But we're not gonna play pay the special teamers to be here six years, seven years. We're gonna go to the draft and draft people in the fifth, sixth, seventh round, with your exact same body type that can run down and do a kickoff coverage, and then cut you if you're not the top of the top. We're, And it's an NFL model now. And that's where, unfortunately, Dewdrop finds herself. But I do like the idea of, cool, make our feud, keep keep her on TV, but Bianca is like, when is she going to
3: get another title shot? This, This is my problem. When people say stuff like this, oh, this only helps Bianca, there is still a very small window where you're hot. Yep. And when they cool you off, and more importantly, when Vince sees you as cooled off, he kind of moves on. Yep. I saw people say the rare few. Yeah, survive I, 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 that. I saw people say, Biggie should lose to Seth Rollins. He'll be okay. No, he won't. Seth Rollins, he'll be okay. Yep. Because he's built, he's been built into a position where he doesn't ever need the title. Now, Biggie to a degree doesn't need the title, but to be taken seriously as champion, like Bianca, Bianca needed to have a few title defenses. Yep. And for her to lose, and people are like, she'll be all right. No, she'll be fine because she's Bianca Belair and the people like Bianca Belair. But the problem is, is like that window is starting to close. Could you be the person? Right. The window's closing rapidly and Vince doesn't see it anymore. And Vince moves on. Yep. And he said, oh, I I remember. I like young, hot blondes. That's Vince. Yep. And he's like, all right, I'm going to be Becky and, and Liv. And who knows? Vince could decide to put the title on Liv Morgan. Probably not. But he could. Right. But whatever happens, now you have a few that's probably going to last until day one, the, the New Year's show. Yep. Then somebody goes, well, what about Bianca? Vince has moved on. It's over. How did Bianca? She won Royal Rumble? She won the Royal Rumble. She beat Sasha. Yeah, the, she will have to just tread water until money in the bank. I mean, there's nothing she can do. do it. it's, no, it's, it's, she... it's like it's not up to her anymore. No. No matter how hot she is, once you start getting moved out of that picture – because her, let's just say, her and, and Piper have this this banger of a feud, right? But if Vince doesn't see it anymore, he's on to the next one. Yeah, I, I don't think someone's going to. I,
1: I think they still, again, value her as a performer, and of course I they do. think they know what she is. But I think she falls into there's there's tears. We talk. It's horsewomen and everyone else. Everyone else. But I think she falls into the Oscar tier, where Oscar was. A, she's a four time champion. Yeah. But you can only be our top woman when these other ones aren't around. Right. If they take a break, cool. Cool. Belt on you, run with it. As soon as they're healthy, as soon as they're back, sooner soon as they back, you're dropping that belt. And that's that's and a problem. It's, it's those four. Yeah, it's a problem. And everyone else. And then I'm more worried for Rhea Ripley
3: than I am. Oh, it's I told you it was over with Rhea. The mo- when when Charlotte didn't put Rhea yeah, she's over... She's a tag champion. Yeah, like, when yeah. Rhea won the title at WrestleMania, she beat Asuka. Yep. Right? Which is not the same as beating Charlotte. No. Because Charlotte has put herself in a position, whether it's her or the horsewomen or her, Rick or whoever, where there's credibility in beating her. And as long as Charlotte's on the top of the card, you ain't getting past her. She's the final boss. The only one to beat Charlotte and,
1: you know clean, and get the rub from it, is another horsewoman. Yeah, so it's
3: like, what what exactly are we doing with Rhea Ripley? We put her... I told you the Nikki thing was over as soon as it started. There's an expiration date on Nikki ASH. They gave him the tag oh, yeah. titles. Are they defending these tag titles? No, no. Well, I mean, they had Shotzi lined up.
1: It was Shotzi What happened and, to Tegan uh, Knox? Tegan Knox. They got rid of Tegan. Like, it's... <laughs>
3: She's Did she still get cut? No, no, no. She's still with the company, but Shotzi has turned heel. Yeah, which I think is great for Shotzi. Which is great, but it's also weird that we're turning Sasha babyface again. I don't know why. We're like right, we were just in the middle of Sasha having this great heel run. She loses to Bianca for WrestleMania, and then she disappears for a while, and then she comes back, and she's in the feud with Bianca. Now Becky's in it, and then it's like, all right, this is a convoluted mess. We're going to split them all up. And then on SmackDown, we're doing this match where Sasha's like being a cheerleader. And I'm like, that's not – did you forget what y'all just said? Unless she turns on someone again. But she didn't. Shotzi turned on her. Yeah. So that's weird. And I'm like, well, (laughs) you guys have no idea what you're doing anymore. Setting her up for
1: Charlotte because they don't understand how to do heel versus heel matchups. I I just – I don't
3: get a lot of what's going on. The one thing that – like, Raw is still a bad show, right? It's not a great show. And (laughs) I'm starting to think the three hours is just – It's too
1: much. Too much. It's- if you're not going to let people consistently wrestle, there's no good way to fill three hours of television. You cannot cut three hours worth of promos no. and and the same matchups because their matches go four minutes, but it's the same matches every week. No, you have to have legit, fresh matchups. Let them wrestle 15, 18 minutes because you got three hours and then work in the promos and everything else around it. Once they
3: stop letting people wrestle, it's an unbearable show. I mean, so and you also have to groom your audience to understand that. Yeah. This past week, Big E wrestles Chad Gable in the middle of the Fun show. Fun match. Great match. I keep thinking about this spot. Chad Gable does a rolling German suplex on Big E. The crowd doesn't even budge. because They're not groomed to expect this. <laughs> they're yeah. just like, what is this? <laughs> what is this wrestling? What are you guys doing in here? Just hit your moves and go home. Yep. But it was a great match. But that's what you need. The thing about E that I'm still trying to figure out, hes like he's got like four feuds going on right now. <laughs> he's got Owens. It seems like he's got the Alpha Academy to a degree. Seth. He's got Seth. And clearly they've positioned this bloodline thing for E to come help his boys to wrestle Roman in Survivor Series, which we're going to talk about Survivor Series in the horrific build to one of the pillars of, of pay-per-view. Damn, what build? There ain't what none. What build? They, they announced the, the participants on social media. It's a disaster. But he is doing a bunch of things on TV. And at least he's been a solid champion. I'm not saying that because he's my friend. I'm saying that because we've seen this in him for years. And I'm glad he's finally getting that run. Yeah. Doing all the media tours. He's, he's a good champion. Hopefully the plan is because we're getting close to Royal Rumble season. we got to turn Kevin Owens heel. This has to happen. Ooh, He's too it. good. Yeah. Kevin, I keep saying, I say it all the time. Kevin Owens is miscast as a babyface. He is a heel by nature. He's just really good at it. Yep. Right? Seth Rollins should be just here to kind of give E another credible win. And then we, we roll into heal Kevin Owens, who was a savage. Yeah. That's a feud that I want to see. My question, though, is what are we doing with the IC title? Damian Priest has the IC title. He's got new music. Damn, someone just beat him with a kendo stick. Was that Seamus? No, no. It no. was Mace. Mace. T-Bar.
1: Yeah, no. What are their
3: names? I don't know. They have names called Mace and T-Bar. Um, you know what? I wouldn't mind it if he was just Donovan Dijak. Dijakovic. Just be Dij- Donovan Dijak. Like, God. Dude, Mace? This would work for me if it was just Donovan Die. Yeah, but now he's, he's still part of this re- retribution, which was one of the worst. Oh, my God. What a failure that was. Oh, my God. There's a lot of failures on the main roster. And T-Bar. Is this T-Bar? No, this is T-Bar. I, dog, I don't um, know. No,
1: yeah, yeah. Jack is T-bar. Mace is gone. He's on SmackDown. He's never seen TV again. He cut a promo like last week. It was pointless. Sorry, he ain't doing nothing. Like, you might as well be M-A dollar signee.
3: Like, quickly on, on SmackDown, because you got Woods, New Music, King Woods, Kofi's the Hand, the Feuding with Bloodline. I actually enjoy this. Yeah. this is This is good. It feels like E has to be brought into this. Roman is great, of course he is. But who are they building up for Roman to to deal with next, after E? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's not that's not really anything. Survivor no, Series is yes. stupid, um, but it, Survivor I,
1: I like champion versus champion matchups, just not when they were just on that brand.
3: But th- yeah. not even that. There's no stakes. You're just doing it. Yeah. It's like you're just you're just doing a match. We'll, we'll talk about Survivor Series in a minute, but. Who's next? Is, it, is Are you going to go back to Drew? Yeah, Drew has to be next. It's like you have to go to Drew, but there's no way in hell Drew's winning. Drew's just putting champions over now. Yep. It's, it's, I don't know. These shows are in a weird place. We'll talk about Survivor Series in a second. You know what's in the worst place? NXT.
1: Oh, yeah. That's that's atrocious. Now I'm trying to think of who's next. Um, honestly, after Drew, I would love like going towards Mania season, even if it doesn't go all the way to Mania. But you know someone... At least the past three years, heat up out of nowhere, and we get the like this. Oh my God! Like lifetime achievement moment. Like this person's always deserved it. I would love it to be Cesaro. They tried that already. It's over. No, it it never like he had never dropped match. off a cliff. Yeah, but he never cooled up. Like it was great. And I mean, people got behind it, and it was like a teaser. And then they're like, "Yo, people actually like this." And then he disappeared. And then they they calmed down on it. They didn't. They, but they, they just on. Cesaro Walter just did the UK tour and. They promo that like it was the greatest shit on earth.
3: Well, they had to for the U.K. audience. Yeah, and they're I not, think it was. They're not going back. chopping the hell out of They're not going back. I would to love this.
1: for it to be so I would love it for it, too. They're not that's going back. That's all I'm sorry. Listen, I'm just speaking into existence. Um, NXT 2.0, we don't got to spend too much time on it. Boy, it's bad.
3: It's not great. There's yeah. going to be people that say, nah, give it a chance. Let it play out. Y'all need to stop telling me this let it play How out stuff. How do you stuff. fill out war games? Yo, that's going to be, yo. No one. Butch is going to have a field day with this. I can't get 10 people to be safe in
1: that company Probably right like now. They're going to kill themselves. Um, Gargano looks like he's going after the North American title. Carmelo Hayes looks amazing, by the way. The match with, with him and Pete Dunn. Oh, come on. That kid's money.
3: Yeah. Christian Casanova. Yeah. as. But, but they,
1: they found it. Yeah. He's straight. I hope he's they good.
3: get it that they've really found it. Yeah. He's, Again, he's great.
1: these are people you can't let walk out a door. It's a young guy. Yeah. Like Breaker. Braun Breaker, Steiner. Thank you. Young guy. Got it. You Cool. Let him get seasoned in NXT, year and a half, two years. Bron Breaker will be up faster than that. Steiner is on a fast path. But get to the main roster, late 20s, mid-20s. Have a good run. Decade run. Like, you need more people like that. Even Corbin to an extent. Look how long Corbin's been there. But that's how they built him. Boy, that
3: that's a gimmick that's went to hell.
1: Yeah, but NXT, but you have whatever he may be. You have ten years of that, and it works. So it's like okay, cool, like do that. But Carmelo got it. Um, Dunn is
3: just amazing. Dunn is done. You said you know I feel I fear Dunn's going to be one, the next one out the door. There's nowhere for him to go. Him, O'Reilly I think he goes like,
1: if he leaves, he leaves like Adam Cole left. Where it's not they're firing him. He's just like, yeah,
3: I'm not ringing up. I mean, whatever the case may be, there's nowhere for him to go. NXT's too young. I'm not saying he's old, but he's a veteran of NXT. Yeah. They're skewing too young to make him relevant, and he shouldn't be just putting people over. No. He's, at, at some point in my He needs to be main mind, roster, Dunny. Well, NXT is what it is. 2.0 is, is garbage to me. I, 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 don't, I just don't enjoy it. But... Why, why did, not putting the title on Dunn at some point? He's the only person who still has not held this damn title. He should have won instead of Ciampa. Right. But they, they can't. They wanted to go with Breaker and Ciampa. Like, yeah. all right, whatever. But Dunn is a guy that you look at who was young, who got himself to amazing shape during the pandemic, and he can work. Yep. He could be your, your champion. Like, you don't need to rush another young talent into the title picture. You can have some of the – like, you can have a couple guys, at least on the top of the card – What's what's Kyle O'Reilly's buddy's name? Von. Oh, that guy's a rap. He ain't gonna make it. I, I don't mean, know. but they they keep it's it's over for Kyle O'Reilly. Like Kyle, Kyle right
1: now. Oh, Kyle's.
3: Kyle right now is looking at AEW and is going, "Oh my God, Bobby Fish is getting to work. Brian Danielson. I'm over here working this green yep. kid.
1: Nah, Red Dragon, back in like four months.
3: Dog. But 2.0. I, I keep saying
1: that tag go- division is. So Stupid on paper though with AEW, like, yeah, they got Red Dragon too. It,
3: it's a oh. it's it's ridiculous. What happened to Viking
1: Warriors or Raiders? they were
3: just they were just on Raw. No SmackDown. Smackdown. Raw? They, they did I don't know. They did Corbin's like little show. Oh yeah, Corbin went, what they call uh, Madcap and they told jokes. Yo, yeah. it, it went to hell. It feels like it's one one of those uh, Vince jokes. Like oh Vince wants to tell fart jokes. Yeah, but, it pops Vince. Yeah, yeah things that pop Vince for five hundred Alex. Yeah. Um, yeah, Viking Rays are in a bad spot. But NXT as a whole, they get ready to do war games, and I'm just kind of like, you don't really need to do I'm that. I'm more scared if they do the women's war games. I mean, yo, they, they, these women, woof. That ladder match. It was just like, hey, let's kill each other.
1: It's just like, We're yo. You're not going to make it out. Let them, if they're green, the tag team champions are green for the women. Like, good faction. They're green. Mandy Rose is the <laughs> NXT champion. I, this is indefensible to me. I don't, I like the character. I mean, I don't know what it is in-ring. It's, it's I you. like the character. Ooh, oh, um, gosh. I like her more than Raquel Gonzalez. I ain't going to
3: lie. I mean, Raquel was whack. They should never put the title on her in the first place. I said that from the jump. Like, EO should not lose her, but they're clearly grooming Raquel Gonzalez. She never made any strides. There was no progress there. And then, and then it's not completely her fault because they never told her, hey, are you a healer or a babyface? They never told her. She would cut a babyface promo, then she cut a heel promo, then she cut a babyface promo. Like, what are, we, what are we doing? Are you confusing the poor girl? Yep. Let it work. And then,
1: um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're do going into this War Games match. I, the problem with War Games... Chompa got to drop the title, I think, at War Games.
3: The biggest problem with War Games is it's the WWE's problem, like, shoehorning these things in there. There's nothing on War Games where I was like, that constitutes a War Games match. Yep. For the first time, where I'm like... None of, you can just wrestle. Just go out there and wrestle. <laughs> yeah, it makes no I, sense. I don't need y'all to do this. So
1: far for Survivor Series, we have Team Raw, Team SmackDown, Seth Rollins. Well, Team Raw is Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, Bobby Lashley. They should never lose. Um versus Team SmackDown, Drew Mack, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Sami Zayn, Happy Corbin. Like they should get massacred. Yeah. And I like Woods, but
3: that's not... Dude, you have Lashley, Owens, and Rollins on the same team in the current iterations? No one should get eliminated. But we're doing this match. Why? For no reason, because it means absolutely nothing. Survivor Series has had no build. Zero. You have Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. That's your big four. Yep. Nobody has done anything. Anything to talk about, nobody's even talked about Survivor Series till this past week when Bobby Lassie returned and was like, Oh, yeah, I beat up kids, Ray, give me yours. And he just <laughs> beat up Tony Mysterio. So, other than that, who is also turning heel, it seems yeah. they've been like planting the seeds for him to turn on his dad for a while now and it's like pull the trigger, please. It's yeah, it's terrible. Something, thing. but Survivor Series, it just doesn't matter. Here's my issue aside from not promoting the damn show, which is in New York, on top of that, it's in Brooklyn. Yeah, Biggie Big E versus Roman Reigns. How do you get out of this? Because neither of them should lose. No, the triple threat is, or not triple threat, but three on three is the way it has to go. It, that's the way it should go. It should go bloodline versus the New Day. Yep. But they keep promoting this as Big E versus Roman Reigns. There's no way out of that match. No. Because Roman can't lose, and E can't lose because, like, Roman's protected. Roman could lose the title, and it does nothing to him. Because you figure he'll be right back in the picture. E loses, it makes him say, well, he's not the real champion anyway. Roman is. Yeah. Where you got Royal Rumble right around the corner. But if E beats Roman, but it's not for the belt, so it doesn't matter. Right. But that's, it's, it's a weird Roman thing. Roman might put over E. He could. He could. But the, if, if they were to go in that direction, which would surprise the hell out of me, because Roman's been super protected. Yeah. He doesn't lose anything. He can't lose the title until WrestleMania at the earliest. Oh, yeah, at that point. like He's a made man. That, but I just, I don't. But I, I think the, the vision of protecting Roman Reigns is such a tunnel vision. And the problem is, they have built nobody to be Roman Reigns. There's not a single person on that roster on SmackDown right now that deserves to be. There's two people that are super protected and that should put somebody over if they win Roman Reigns and Omos. Whoever beats Omos should get a super rub. Because Omos has been built up as this monster with AJ Styles, yeah, and he just throws people around, and somebody should beat him, but it's, neither is going to happen. I just don't think anybody's beating Roman Reigns right now. I just, I can't see them. I feel like they get E
1: versus Omos. Not Omos is too damn green.
3: No, I know that they just it get like the there.
1: big show spot.
3: Yeah, it, there's just really nothing there. But with, I just like if E beats Roman, I'd be surprised. But that. Roman and Big E's, like, that's a WrestleMania match. Yeah. Not, not a pay per view with no build. Zero
1: build. Yeah, that would be like a waste. And then um,
3: Becky versus Charlotte. I mean, going to end in shen- shenanigans. Somebody's Yo, interfering. Not even. It's not even just going to end in that. Those, those two might just start fighting. Yeah. <laughs> just real. Because. Like, shoot fight. When they did that segment when they had to hand over the belts and it felt like Charlotte was playing Becky. And Becky's, and I said this before, and people kept saying, no, no, no. Becky's not a full-fledged heel, quite as kept. No. She's a heel, but she still is over with The crap. reaction, yeah. It's, it's the reaction is, and she's not really completely playing into the heel role. Nah. She's Races like the cool heel.
1: Still, yeah, she does everything.
3: She does a lot of cool heel stuff. Yeah. But in order, now it's like in order to make Becky feel like a real heel, she has to do some dastardly things and go over. Charlotte's not letting that happen. Charlotte played her like a sucker when they traded yeah. the titles. Like. Dropping the title on the floor, overplaying. It's like, dude, Charlotte, we know you're a heel, but you gotta give Becky a chance here. She tried to eat her up in that, that little session. So I don't like none of these matches. i watch Survivor Series, but I don't Aaliyah care. is
1: on Team SmackDown. Yo, in the women's match: who Sasha did this? Banks, Shayna, Shotzi, Natalia, Aaliyah. What what happened? Where's Naomi? Naomi's on SmackDown.
3: She's supposed to be feuding. I don't know what's going oh, on. Oh, with the I like Yeah. I don't know. The GM. I don't. I, don't, I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know. What's and then
1: Bianca, Rhea, Liv, Carmella, and Zelina.
3: What story are we telling with this match? Well, usually when you lost. put heels and faces together. Bianca got to stand strong. Maybe. Well, no. The, soul Survivor. Usually when you do Survivor Series matches where you mix heels and baby faces, you're telling stories within the team. Yeah. There's no stories within either of these teams. No. It's just matches. Yep. This Bianca, is like a big house show.
1: Bianca's Soul survivor. She has to be. Keep it going. Everything else, like, it makes no sense. It stinks. <laughs> it's, oh, Sasha and Shati, can they get along? I don't care. Is the story within that team. So, yeah, I don't.
3: Let's, talk about wrestling. let's go to the break, break and talk yeah. about better
1: wrestling. Uh, let's hit the break, come back. We're just going to preview, give our predictions for AEW full gear. That should be fun. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. All right, we are back. Third segment, time for AEW, full gear. We'll talk a little bit about the feuds and stuff that's happening as we go in and out of the matches for this card. First one up, Christian Cage and Jurassic Express versus Super Colin Young Bucks. You know how much fun I've had with, oh, with my phone ringing. Wowzers. Um, with, you know, just the entire Super Click thing, Adam Cole.
3: Bucks the kiss on the cheek. Cole is having fun. Cole made the right decision. Oh, hands. Down. There was people that was like, he should have re-signed. He made a bad move going to AEW and getting treated like this. Incorrect. Adam Cole is getting paid more. I'm sure of it in AEW. And uh, yeah, this is this card is opening the show probably. Uh, good way. It, it's not even like a. It's like a. It's a good feud that has no titles involved. Nope. You're you're gonna kind of put a cap or continue Adam Cole and Jungle Boy's feud. Yep. Cage is a hard worker so we're going to get that and Luchasaurus is like an attraction. They just got the bucks. This I it's mean, not going to be a bad match. It, it's not gonna be, it it might, going to be it probably won't be match fun. of the night, but these these six are going to tear this thing up. I've enjoyed it because the thing is is that like WWE Beach feuds to death. This kind of they've had some interactions here and there only to build towards the feud. But I've enjoyed this. Like who to co-work? Uh uh John Silver. Yeah. Which was fun. fun. You know, people that keep saying, oh, Adam Cole's not in a good spot. He's, I think he's in a great spot. He'll yeah. get the title as soon as they need him. They don't the need to
1: rush into it.
3: There's he, no reason for There's him. no reason for anybody to sign to immediately get a title. No. Like, I'm but, sure he signed a deal where they got plenty of time. Yeah, he's like, I'm good. On. I get to work with my friends. I get to have a good time. It's not like I'm getting pushed to the bottom of the card. The dude is over. Yeah. Super. Like, now that he's figured out the timing of his music, he <laughs> hits <laughs> the boom at the right time. Yeah. yeah Yo, yeah. That, and that crowd, it pops
1: huge. I mean, the crowd is. The crowds at the live shows are as good as the online community is annoying.
3: That's that's a good way to put
1: it. Like so the crowd does so much, like the old NXT. Yeah. There was something about that crowd before parents got involved and they started booing people for no fucking yeah. reason. But Love the crowd there, AW. Oh, uh, the
3: the the super are going over. By the way, they sh- they sh- oh yeah, Cole, they should. Cole should go over.
1: Chris Cage you take the pin.
3: Yeah, Chris Cage get the pin, and we can go right back to Adam Cole and Jungle Boy because I think that is such a good feud with legs. Nah, it- definitely.
1: Uh, oh, my boy is out there watching us record. What's up? Hey, come in if you want. Hang out right there. Almost done. Um, CM Punk versus Eddie
3: Kingston. All right. First things first, Eddie Kingston. His his article for the Players, was it Players Tribune. Yep, is amazing, unbelievable. The problem with this, it's not even a bad problem. Is like now I don't want him to lose. <laughs> it was so good, and then on top of that, Eddie Case is like one of the best talkers in pro wrestling. Oh, hands down. But the, the
1: these two, oh my god, building the feud on television has been so fun. I wish it was longer. Yeah, but oh. I get it. That is not something that has to be long.
3: Yo, when Kingston came and was like telling Punk what he wasn't, and, you know, I remember what you used to be, and y'all, yo, Eddie Kingston is, man, he's good. And it's, it sucks that it took this long for him to get to where he is now. Uh, Punk is going over. But even if Kingston loses, it doesn't matter. Punk could just see the reaction, read the room. I mean, they could. They could, they could pivot. And Punk could just be like, yo. Let him have. Yeah, I, I think if that were to happen, I think you can start slowly if you want to. Start slowly transitioning Punk into a heel. Heel? Ball. Yeah, like like you can start like very slow playing it because if you're not doing which is my thing is if you're not doing the Bucks and Danielson and Punk at some point which I think you have to do it that's like a dream tag team match. You don't have to have belts on the line. It just it just be yeah. spectacular. But if you just go back to Punk and Danielson at some point, but he's like babyface Danielson with the Edge, but super heel Punk, and then you know refer to hey man, like we've wrestled each other before, and just and they could tear the house down. Oh, definitely, that's but, big money headliner, right? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know what they do. Kingston going over would be a surprise to me, so I'm gonna say Punk wins. I'll go with Punk too, but I really want Kingston to win. I think they could pivot.
1: Darby Allen versus MJF. Oh, this is actually
3: really good. But MJF, MJF is super protected. Got to keep him rolling. He doesn't lose. No, he doesn't. Super lose. protected. And I mean, the man is just yo. That, y'all that were tweeting a while ago, Braun Breaker has more potential than MJF. Y'all got to stop. Stop it. Stop it. MJF. On the mic, there, he's like he's almost untouchable, yeah. and he's a, a good worker. But there's so much value in a heel that gets booed for being a heel. There's there's no ironic boos. There's no, like, we want you to turn babyface boos. People hate him because he's so good at it. It's a trait that very few wrestlers have. Agreed. MJF might be heel for the rest of his life. I'll take it. A babyface MJF MJF would be so well to me. It's like when Ricky Steamboat never turned heel. Yeah. He never. And I interviewed him about this. He, I was like, you never turn heel. I was like, did you want to? He was like, yeah, once. And then they talked me out of it because it would have never made yeah, sense. Like Cena
1: could never go back heel. Like people wanted Cena
3: to go yeah. heel again. Like, no. like I just, mean, they, they could have, though. There's a, there's a time where it would work. What? There is no window where MJF turns <laughs> babyface. I'm like, that's acceptable. That's it. Yeah, no. Nah. No, nah, MJF's got to go over on Darby. Uh, again, by crook. Darby, he's fine. Yeah. he'll nah, He'll be, he'll be at, back on a nice... So, and, 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 dude, if we can get to a Darby... Allen, Adam Cole match, I am here
1: for it. Oh, I'm sure they'll have it. That would be, like, not a normal Dynamite, but, like, one of the named- Yeah. Themed Dynamites. Um, I mean, Darby tears it up with everyone. And then Lucha Bros versus FTR.
3: Yeah, for the actual titles, for the AEW tag titles.
1: Yeah, Lucha Bros are champs. They just got this. I they're, like. they're not losing. No. They're not losing. But-, but- this better be the five star match FTR was signed. This is to all. Have. This
3: is all I'm asking for. FTR has been signed. It's, it feels like they finally have hit their little stride. They've been having really good tag matches. Yep. They've cut some really good promos. You see on Twitter where Dax Hardwood because like, I know what my porno name is going to yeah. be. I was like, that's incredible. But I feel like FTR is right in that pocket right now. They can lose this match and go work Mexico, and do really well. Yeah, I think they're going to be fine. Like people were really worried, and I mean I admit it. They put so much stock in that Young Bucks feud that there was no way they could live up to those expectations. So now that people have cooled off on them on a bit, for a bit, I think this match. It's got to be their,
1: yeah. their NXT style kind of, classic.
3: It's kind of weird because we really haven't seen the Lucha Bros in the past few weeks. They've been around, but they haven't really been no. part of much. No. Which is which I don't need. I don't need because we know they, what we're going to get out of here. came package. off of that
1: cage match. I'm fine.
3: I mean, yeah, take a break. <laughs> take,
1: take, a break. take a break. Rest up. We know what you got yeah. into another great tag team matchup. Um, Inner Circle versus Men of the Year. This is the match I really don't care An about. An American Top Team, it's ridiculous. Like, it's, it's what some- is Scorpio Sky doing? I can't believe I'm saying this, but they've made Ethan Page the Janetti of <laughs> the North. Like, when you look at when he left Impact. Yeah. And that tag team and what they were, thought Ethan Page was going to the moon. And then now, oh, was I wrong?
3: Yeah, it's all Josh
1: Alexander. All Josh Alexander.
3: He's a ma- man. Uh, this match, I mean, Dan Lambert's been excellent on the mic. Like, I just didn't know that he was going to be this good. Have we seen him, I think he's done some impact so, stuff yeah. before. But, like, he's been phenomenal in this role. But this match? I'm over the inner circle. Yeah. Free LAX. Free Sammy down, too. <laughs>
1: free, free all. Just, you know, anybody, anybody. whoever. All the lads. All but, Latin talent, free them from Jericho.
3: But it's like, all right, if we're gonna do this match, what are we getting out of it? Because I don't care who wins. Me either. Um, so I, will say the year. I'll say the Inner Circle is gonna win.
1: Uh, all right.
3: Because who's gonna get pinned? Jake Hager? I don't know. Junior
1: dos Santos makes Hager tap or something. I mean, makes him tap.
3: <laughs> who's Junior dos Santos tapping on I nobody? Know. Know. I don't. This match, is knock down. him out. This, ma- this um, match is dumb. I, I, don't, I don't care for this. Match of the night. Danielson versus Miro? Oh, my God. And it's so funny. These guys were just in WWE. But in this setting, oh. you're looking at it like, oh, they can. Because we haven't talked about this yet. Uh, everybody knows. Moxie's stepping away. Yeah. Um, to take care of himself. Alcohol issues. Uh, and Miro steps in. And I was like, all right. Right? Like. All right. No I don't problem. know if this changes anything. Because it feels like Danielson's probably gonna win anyway. But I wonder if Miro steps in and they go, hmm, you can't stay unbeaten forever in this company. We always always have Danielson and Kenny Omega to go back to. Yep. We can do it at any point if Kenny Omega wins, whatever. But Miro's a guy, just gods I mean, the promos he even cut is like I've forsaken my God and you give me another opportunity. How is he this good? How is he this good? And Vince and Bruce and Laurinaitis, they didn't see this.
1: Well, they saw it. They just didn't care to.
3: I move mean, mu- you saw Rusev Day was over.
1: Yeah, I you mean, they—they sp- they saw this at the beginning of Rusev and. This, and this is like
3: next level. Yeah, because when Lu- when Rusev first came on, he had Lana. Yeah, Lana was the mouthpiece. Then he had Rusev Day, which is pretty and, much him. And in English, but now. We've entered a new realm of Miro. Oh, he's great. Where it's like, can you believe this guy was in a cuckold angle? No, that was, that was atrocious. <laughs> like, yeah, but, that's the misstep. This happened? So, yeah. I, I wouldn't – if Miro beat Danielson, I wouldn't be this surprised. This match tells me
1: everything I need to know about the main event. If Miro wins, beats Danielson, Hangman Page, Page is going over, he's being crowned. If Danielson wins – Yeah, they're going back to Omega. They're going back to Omega to give us Danielson Omega. Ooh. This match tells me everything I need to know about the main event. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah, I mean, because Miro versus Hangman is an amazing first feud for Hangman. Golly. and you can still do Danielson Omega. Yeah. In the meantime,
4: mm.
1: and that's Kenny Omega's come down feud, which is crazy. They're spoiling rotten over there. Yeah. <laughs> so Britt Baker versus uh, Tay Conti. I mean, there's no way Britt Baker Britt wins, this. but you know what? All right, Tay, get your, get your good stuff. for her. Yep. Good for her. Left NXT, yeah. they didn't think they had anything. Good for you. Yep. Britt wins. Main event, Kenny Omega, hey, man, Paige. It's a year, year and
3: a half in the making. Paige has got to go over. I can see a scenario where Omega wins and I wouldn't be, like, upset. Yeah. But if there's a, a case of strike while the iron's hot, this is it. You got to do it. Paige is. He wasn't ready. That yeah. first time when they first opened I said he up. Wasn't and he had, ready. Yeah. I was like, Jericho's a perfect champion. Paige isn't he's not ready yet. Yeah. And they they've played this to a degree where, you know, Paige was in the tag team. They switched the tag team. Yeah. He got excommunicated from the elite. Yeah. Like even the the Halloween segment when he comes out of the Stay Puff Marshmallow. Love it. And the crowd <laughs> pops. And that was like, Oh, you gotta take the title off of Kenny. Yep. I was like. It's it's, it's fine. And Kenny will be fine. Kenny's good, but yep. Paige I don't know if you, Paige will get any hotter than he is right now. No. And the the him winning the title and the visual of him holding the title and the ch- fans chanting cowboy shit. I think they I think they understand that. They the, got. And it. these two should burn the and house there's
1: just a, and there's a bevy of heels for him to face. Yeah, there, oh, there's there's plenty. Andrade um you look at Malachi Black, Miro. Wait, is Cody not on this card? No.
3: Thank the Lord. Clap it up. We ain't got it. Oh, hey, no, no big money Triple H entrance? No, no. He'll, I mean, he'll make his presence felt one way or another. Somehow.
1: somehow. <laughs> okay. Him and Brandy will come out, cut a promo or something. I don't know. There's, um, there's,
3: there, these are my two biggest problems with AEW. Cody, still being a babyface. Who Did AJ call him Homelander? Is that where it started? I think so. He's Homelander. And for he wears of, the Homelander gear. Yeah, for those who have seen the boys, he's Homelander. He just <laughs> – he's a—he's an asshole that just refuses to accept that he's a jerk and yeah. wants to – that and the inner circle of the AW's two biggest problems yep. right now because – Easily fixable. Yeah. You can move Cody. You can break up the inner circle. LAX, Sammy Guevara can do their thing. I don't need them taking up all this time when you have talent out there that could yeah. sign Keith Lee. Yep. He needs room to work. I mean, Malachi
1: Black needs room to work. You yeah. need to give more TV time to Andrade. You got to give more
3: time to – Just turn Cody heel. That's the only problem with Cody. Just turn him heel.
1: Yeah. There's a lot, lot of talent, but still a lot of time. Yeah, maybe
3: they're slow playing it, but I don't care. But thank God he's not on this car because I don't need it.
1: No, not at all. Um, we appreciate all you guys for listening. We appreciate Chris Bay for stopping by as our guest to open up the show. That was unbelievable. He's going to If I say that. so myself. Uh, that that guy, he's he's up next. So, I mean, I appreciate that. Thank you to everyone at Blue Wire, everyone here at The Win. Resort in Las Vegas, Blue Wire Studios. Shout out producer Cole in the booth, baby. Thank you for holding it down as always. Make sure you guys follow us on social media at Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter at Corner Club for Life on Instagram. Check us out on Sunday. I think we have another live show this Sunday. So that was fun last yeah, I, week. Yeah, I need
3: to know if y'all cared for that cuz
1: I think I, like 3000 people have watched that show. Really? Yeah, I checked the numbers the other day. Kind of nice. crazy. Very nice of you guys to watch so. us
3: live on an impromptu live show. I mean, I wouldn't expect anybody to care, but
1: thank you. Yes, so that was fun. We appreciate it. Appreciate all support. We'll keep doing cool stuff. Until next time though. We're out. Peace.